welcome back to The Suspense is Killing Us. It's me, your co-host, Kevin Clark, across the table from me over there. Grab his boat. There he is. Over oh, here. it's me. It's Matt. There he is. We're is all this, here. This is the day after Christmas when this is going to air? <laughs> right now, it's not. Oh, no, I was right like, now, I was it's like, not. Did, uh, Matt, I'm like, Matt, it's not, it is not the day after Christmas. Or no, the day before. No, it's, Christmas is a Friday. Never mind. No, this will be, uh, this'll be right before Christmas. No, this will be after Christmas. This will be after Christmas? Yeah, because we have the 30th. Yeah, because we have. This will be right before New Year's Eve. Right before Eve. New, Year, New Year's Eve Eve. Uh, Happy New Year's Eve Eve, everybody. Mer- but good, also, goodbye 2020. Yeah, goodbye 2020. But also Merry Christmas. Good riddance, It went well, we assume. We assume Christmas went well. Unless, unless Trump declares martial law, on yeah, Christmas. that's still uh, that is still pending. Still pending. People are considering that idea soberly. Sometimes you got to. Can declare you not be prosecuted just for even floating that idea? He can, but apparently like, not. There's no certainly, certainly no one's going to do it. But he, yeah. he can, but I think there's not enough. There's not enough people who are in power that are willing to. Yeah, right. if go your party's in power, no consequences. So right. it's a good system. Yeah. It's a great system. It's a good system. It's a perfect yeah, that's, system. I mean, that's that's what the founding fathers intended. Clearly, 2020. <laughs> fuck the founding fathers. I mean, fuck at those guys. I'm just saying. Yeah. And I don't even mean oh, yeah. for the usual reason, just because, like, just what we're witnessing now. Like, this was a bad idea. Was structured improperly. God grant him that it lasted like almost 250 years. Pretty good, but also like, wow. Yeah, you fucked up, guys. This is a. This is bad, guys. There's ha- some real problems. I have to disagree with you entirely on that. I think what 2020 has shown us is that <laughs> America is easily and by far the best country. Oh. Because we've done everything right, right. and, you know, everything's oh, fine. Freedom. Kevin's so, being ironic. It's being sarcastic. Freedoms. Slash S. No, I've become alt-right, guys. Oh. Who, who since, are you? Since the since guy you that me. hosts The Daily Show now? So wait, are you the guy <laughs> who lives in the house that I saw walking up here that has the Lauren Culp for governor sign on top of his like huge condo? <laughs> yeah, Lauren Culp. Yep, that's me. I don't Lauren live here Culp. anymore. I live where that Sorry is. Sorry to now. talk about Washington, local Washington politics, but I didn't hear of the name of the guy running against Jay Inslee until after the election. Right, I know. Someone, my dad actually in Texas, everyone, he's from, my dad lives in Yakima, a rural part of sure. uh, the state, and he's like, everyone here is all about Lauren Culp, but I was like, who's that? <laughs> <laughs> he said the, he's a guy. The Republican nominee he's for just governor. Like, yeah. but he, he's like a nobody. He he's like, like a literal yeah. nobody. He runs like a one-man police department. But and, then he, he got, and then he, he, got, got, and he fired got fired from fired there. After yeah. he lost the election. And his name is Lauren Culp. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Oh, man. Good. That's fun. We're talking politics, and that's what we're going to be doing the rest of the show. Yep. All politics all the time. Wow. All politics all the time. We will not talk about the Mandalorian or the Stand because or the, we or the Tom Cruise or the Tom rant. Cruise thing. We, we all, all we that. exhausted that before we I started fucking recording. I teed off on Tom Cruise, man. Yeah, was I was in good. the zone. It was pretty good. It and was, then it was, was me against great. these two Kevin, assholes. Kevin and I have like exhausted ourselves talking about how much we hated the Mandalorian and the Stand. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, and I didn't hate the Mandalorian as much, but I also don't give a shit and didn't right. like it either. Right, sure. I think I, I think I'm done. It's it's uh, with with the season two of the Mandalorian that I that I was essentially forced to watch because Matt asked. I Matt, demanded Matt it. Matt demanded it. Um, I someone, need somebody to so pitch I, to. Someone, someone that we work with that like likes the show was like, "Well, why are you watching it?" I'm like, "Because Matt, Matt said I have to watch it so that he has I mean, someone you, to you complain." You could have said no. So he has someone to complain. I would have still complained to you. I know. Would you have, would you have hit him if he said no? No. I mean, not, be honest. Not physically. We're all, you know. No, I wouldn't have hit him. This is. Oh wow, Matt. Matt is. Oh. Yeah, Matt would have hit him. Merry oh, Christmas geez. to me. <laughs> I'm not a hitter, but uh, <laughs> he did Kevin. Though. But I, but I told him, I, I told him the reason, and he just grunted. Uh, <laughs> groaned and I was like you're not wrong you're not wrong because I I didn't like I didn't enjoy watching almost any of it yeah. uh and I and I really hated uh, parts of this last episode but uh but I I like that combined with like the the Disney Investors Day mm-hmm. where they were like here's all the shows that are you f- 
uh, investors no Babu are Show. Where's not, my Babu Frick Show? But just like that, it's fucking aimed at investors now that they're just like, we're not even hiding it. It's not for, it's just like, we're making content for investors. Yeah. We don't fucking care about fans. And then they just list like 12 Star Wars shows. And I'm like, I could not care less about any of this. And not, not even a good or bad way. I didn't look at it and go like, that sucks. That's a shitty idea. That's cool. That's, I just looked at all of them and went like, I don't, it's like looking at mud. Checked out. I'm yeah. like, I'm just going to, I'm just going to watch Empire Strikes Back again. And mm-hmm. that's fine by me. Yeah. I'm, I guess I, I'm done. I guess I'm kind of done with Star Wars, which is You're good. You're divorcing yourself from the monoculture. I've, yeah. uh, I'm, I'm like, and I'm not. In a, I, I don't mean it in an angry way either. Right. I may rant about. Ma- like, Kevin's uh, veins are bulging out of his I? forehead right now. He's furious. <laughs> he broke a pencil in his hand. <laughs> well, well, we're gonna, well that, no, that was you talking about Tom Cruise before we started. <laughs> yeah, righteous anger. We all have the pressure shakes from the but, abyss uh, right man, now. Man, anyway. he's a fucking monster. Anyway. Uh, you know, and I couldn't, and I couldn't make it more than five minutes in the standing. Yeah, well, you guys can have it if that's what, if that's if this is the stand you guys want. It did make me want to reread the book, though. Just like mm. getting five minutes into this terrible, terrible version of the show of the adaptation, I was like, you know, I kind of want to read that thousand-page book again. <laughs> it's my favorite book. I so. have, I have this disease where, like, if I start something like I that, I got to finish it. So, mm. yeah, I, I very rarely give up on stuff. And usually, like, even if I do, it's like, yeah, I, I got three seasons into the eight-season show before I gave up. You yeah. know, like, I watched, like, nine seasons of The Walking Dead, and I hated every that's, second of uh, it. I was going to ask yeah. you what your most egregious example of this was, and that's pretty bad. <laughs> that was it. And, like, I, I can't imagine anything worse than watching nine seasons of The I Walking Dead. I don't remember Dead. how much I watched, but I watched, like, I, I watched it up to a point, and I was like, okay, if they kill Glenn... Yeah, I'm ch- I'm done. I'm not. I said watch that early on. Yeah. I was I was right. out. And I, you said it before me, and yeah. I did. That was yeah, I, you, I stuck to my word. Although I hated that episode for so many reasons. Well, I was like, <laughs> well, then they did they did the stupid thing where they like fake out killed him. Yeah, and I was like, that's when I left. And I was like, I think this is bullshit. I'm gonna see if they really did it. That that if they really did a stupid fake out thing, and lo and behold, they did. And so once they revealed that that he was still alive, I was like, okay, now I'm out. And then I found out they killed him in an even worse way later. Oh, so, so you didn't no, even no, watch no. past that. No, I, 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 no, I watched up until they revealed that he was not dead. Oh, because I kept watching, and then they... And yeah, then they, they, then they for real the killed him. He goes brutally, under the garbage can or something like yeah. that. But yeah. then they brutally murder him. Yeah, they yeah. don't even kill. They, like, brutally murder him. And you're like, you guys just brutally murdered... In the sickest way, you're only and you're only one of your only interesting characters, yeah. and you're only Asian character, and 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 it was and for like and then like and all the adver- like as a goof, yeah, and all the advertising for it was like all about that guy and his fucked up baseball bat, right, right, and, right. and it's just like the so comedian. your whole I don't know, the com- yeah, the yeah. comedian, yeah, and it was, I don't know the whole thing about it. it. That show was like, and I mean, I'm not. Saying this glibly, because I'm not. Oh, but, but it was like that's gonna be glib. Don't say I just, just want to. It's like it was like for me. It's it's like an abusive relationship or something. I right. don't mean that like that. I that like it's the same as like an actual abusive. But right. it was like this thing where I, take I would watch the show and I'd be like, God damn, oh, this fucking this is terrible. I hate you. I'm 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 gone. And then uh, and then it would do something very cool, and I'd be like, God it would damn bring it, you flowers. God damn it, you got me. You got me back. And it would be, but it would be one episode in yeah. a season that would do that. And then it kept doing that for a long time until it got to the point where I was like, No, you're not even. Nope, nope. <laughs> you can't. You can't even. No, you're not doing. And it let anymore. it be said, you and I both watched all of True Blood. <laughs> Yeah. All of it. Wow. But True Blood was at least funny at times. Right. And, and there, I think there that's was boobs. The, that's my my yeah, problem. There was a lot of fucking. A lot of my yeah. problems with like stuff like The Walking Dead is that it was that it was like never fun to watch. Right. Like uh, people would be like, but that's what it would be like. And I'm like, <laughs> so fucking what? Are you <laughs> sure? I, I'm not even sure that's All true the, either. You know? Everybody who everybody <laughs> who is entertaining in any way was killed or turned into a zombie. <laughs> right. I have trouble believing that. At least in True Blood, and even and even to a lesser degree, Dexter, which I also watched all of. Right. Like. 
I was I was kind of enjoying some of it where I was like, all right, well, this is yeah, fucking dumb. Yeah, sure, oh, okay, man. fine, he's a ghost. Whereas Walking Dead is like was like a slog. Uh-huh. It made me feel bad. Right. And I maybe people want that. I don't know, you know, I guess. I made it almost all the way through Dexter. I think God, you gotta watch the, Are you going to watch the new one? <laughs> I mean, I might one? tune into the first one. I mean, 100% I, I'm going to watch it. I want to see... Is I, Michael I Clark Duncan back as Dexter? Yes, everyone's back. <laughs> I wish it was Michael Clark Duncan uh, appara- as Dexter. Uh, I mean, it, it can't... R.I.P. Every, everyone's back. Jennifer Carpenter's back, too. So you what? know she... Well, she's going to be the die? voice in his head this oh, time. Oh, fuck. <laughs> That, I mean that that's not that hasn't been announced. That's just like my educated guess. Oh, okay. <laughs> of course, it's good. she's going to be his dark passenger. One hundred percent. My dark passenger is my sister. My who sister I who I want to bone. That I that uh, she got ki- did he kill her? No, she got killed. But then he dumped her body in the hurricane. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh. Anyway, I want to see. I'm going to watch the beginning just to see how they if if they even try to write him out of being a lumberjack at the end of the show actually what's going to happen is they're, it's they're all going to combine your favorite thing so it's still going to be called Dexter but it's going to be about the diner alien from Attack of the Clones <laughs> Dexter Jetster. Dexter yeah. Jetster. I wish that'd be a better show. It's gonna be. Yeah, Kenobi. Is it Kenobi. just? Can it just? Be? I'm making a nice uh, steak. You want? You want a patty melt? Yeah. <laughs> Get a couple of. Uh, you want some scrapple on toast? I'll make some scrapple for you. I want to have a uh, take it sleazy, Obi Wan Kenobi. <laughs> How's it hanging, Obi? To the left, Cowabunga. <laughs> Catch you on the flip side, dude. Masters. I made it like a '50s American diner <laughs> because George Lucas likes that kind of shit. Unbelievable! Uh, what do you think about sand? This kid was in here the other day. He wouldn't <laughs> shut the fuck up about it. Want to hear all your opinions about sand? I'm a good listener. As long as there's a scene in it where Quinn is sad fucking like one of those <laughs> ladies with tentacle heads. Oh, Quinn! Or fucking Dexter Jetster. I don't care. <laughs> Then he blew up that bridge in The Dark Knight Rises. That <laughs> yeah, son of a that's bitch. That's true. He did. Oh, yeah. Fucking Quinn. Uh, yeah, no, anyway. yeah. What are we doing? What the fuck are we doing today? I don't know well, what we're, we're doing. We've all been gaslit by these various television shows that we've talked about, <laughs> so let's get gaslit by these movies now. Yeah, we are not We nice. are not going to do the movies Gothica, Abandon, and Flight Plan, and if you think we're going to do those, you're the one it's, that's you're the crazy. One, yeah, you're the one who's crazy. It's all in your head. <laughs> See what I did there? Because it's gaslighting that right is, there. Because those are the movies we're going to talk right. about. Right. We are. Yes, we're going to talk about... That was a in what, which order are we going to do them in? We're going to do Flight Plan? This order's all fucked we're gonna up. Do because we had be- to tuck Abandon is technically the first chronologically, but there's no way we're doing Abandon first or yeah. last. It has to be in the middle. And we wanted to wind up with Gothica. Because so Gothica is the, the weirdest the one. The weirdest. So Flight Plan, 2005. Abandon, 2002. Mm-hmm. Abandon, 2002. And <clears throat> this is a movie with, if you haven't heard of it before, a movie with Katie Holmes. And it turns out, that Hunnam guy. Charlie Hunnam. Yeah. One of the, one of the worst, the <laughs> worst <laughs> actors how is this man employable? Well, I, well, I, we're going to talk about that, and then, uh, <laughs> and then Gothica, starring Halle Berry and Robert Downey Jr. Mm. of all people, yeah, and Chaz Dutton, RDJ before the Iron Man fiasco. That's right. I think he's post recovery, but like uh, pre Iron Man. Iron Man. Yeah. So that that interesting little little uh, when he was spot in Z- there, Zodiac and stuff. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. Before he became super super he, famous, Zodiac is also in that movie. That's right. Yeah, yeah, Zodiac is also in Jane the Jane Lynch. Yeah, Jane Lynch. <laughs> I don't. I, I, I gotta. I, let's talk about Marge Gunderson's police work. How did she not know that her husband was the Zodiac the whole time? <laughs> well, he keeps on feeding to those of that Arby's, and uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. distracting her. It's human meat. All right. Well, let's get it. Well, we're doing flight plan first. Yeah, flight plan. Mommy, did you make that plane? Yeah, it's brand new. It's got two stories. There are seven galleys. It's crew quarters. It's the biggest. 
by 26. little girl go by here. No. I'm looking for my daughter. She's six, my daughter. I was, uh, I was carrying her. She has uh, sandy hair. She's here. probably carrying a chenille bear. I can't find my daughter. Does anybody remember seeing the girl? No. No, sir. What aren't you telling me? What aren't you telling me? I'm sorry, but I don't think that she's here. Let's get into the, let's, let's flight, get into plan, the flight plan. Starring Jodie Foster and directed by German filmmaker Robert Schwentke. Sure. Who I believe went on to do like one of the Red movies and some of other course. some other garbage. Okay. He's, he's, he does a fine he, he job does a here. Capable job no here. There's I think it's, it's I think it's sturd. I, it's I would say relatively it's well stur- Sturdily directed. It's, uh-huh. it, yeah. all, it all takes place within a confined area, and it was never so flashily done that you, you know it's yeah. that kind of movie i think you could fuck it up if you were like sure. throwing the camera all over the place and being like yeah because but you never you're always like i know where i am i don't know you feel yeah. like you could, it's 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 it stoic but creatively shot you yeah. know i i oh, it was one i went into going like all right here let's do flight plan and i actually kind of enjoyed it i came out like like liking it although it's there's not much, there's not a lot to it <laughs> this is i thought this movie was dreadfully dull but yeah. well, well i guess we'll get into it this movie is okay so jody foster plays an aircraft engineer an aeronautical right. engineer who designed propulsion engineer? Yeah, she designed the airplane that she's, that she's getting on. Yeah, and she's she's flying from Berlin to New York be, with with her husband's her newly dead husband's body. His, his coffin corpse. is his coffin is in the cargo hold. So she's in a coffin that requires a code on a keypad to yeah, open up, which so is, nobody gets in there. Which is a, which is a thing that happens. People are gonna try to get in there. It's funny, Matt and I just rewatched a, a whole six season TV show about a guy who's flying in an airplane, and they managed to lose his body, and it's just in a cardboard box yeah. <laughs> with a de- with his dead fa- with his dead father. In the, and it, in the and it literally says like human remains on it that's yeah, just yeah. been like hastily stenciled on. Yeah. Uh, I gotta get human remains. Let me get in here. Oh no! Oh, no, no, there's, there's a, a key. Co- there's, a, there's, a, there's a coffin in there too. There's a coffin. Yeah, we see like uh, Jodie Foster um, like approach, <laughs> approaching the coffin kind of at the beginning and being sad <laughs> and and hanging out with her very sad child. Well, also it's important. Although once you know where the movie's going, and and you probably already do, despite not having seen it before. Like it's important that she's kind of like seeing her dead husband, like she's interacting with him a little bit. Yeah, which is just you know, it's just a method of articulating to the audience that she's grieving. But they are trying to set you up for the idea that w- once her child is gone, that maybe she's hallucinating she's a crazy. lot of shit. And that's the biggest. Well, it's in the middle of the movie, and that's the biggest problem with the movie because the movie literally gaslights the audience by faking stuff. Yeah, or it, at least it, bullshitting it you. Make, it kind of makes up stuff, and and also um, a, a theme through all through all three of these movies is uh, nobody in any of them acts in a proper professional capacity at all. <laughs> well, go, wait, wait till we get to Gothica. I mean, Gothica, God. Gothica is sort of like the the apex slash nadir but, of what I'm discussing. But yeah. that's the type of movie that I think that this one, yeah, this one, like you're kind of like I don't think this don't is think how this person would go. But yeah. that, but in Gothica, it's like this seems to take place on a different planet. Yeah, it's kind of a trippy. One hundred percent. Yeah, I don't. I'm not. To, I don't mean that's a de- that's no, 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 a defense I know, of I know. it. I think that it's like I think that movie. But it's like I think it's like, you, more, you go more like, all of a piece in that no, movie than it is in that movie. Nobody acts in any way like they should be acting like a like a human being. And so it's sort of like, I guess. And this one, you're like, well, wait, this seems to take place in the real world. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> like, like there's there's a moment where where 
Jodie Foster has gathered like much of the flight crew, including Captain Sean Bean. And Sean Bean, like, seen Bean. Yeah, Sean Bean is there, and and she's like pretty much like at the at the peak of her hysteria in this movie. Sean Bean, yeah. you gotta listen to me. And I have a, I do have a daughter. She didn't die. Doctor, all this stuff, Please. and and his response is kind of like, all right. I mean, I guess we'll look for the kid. And it's just kind of like I think I think they would really look for it. And then like they yeah. find they do when they do eventually find when she does eventually find her daughter. It's not like she was cleverly hidden. No. It was just a room that nobody checked. Well, no, 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 the person who checked it is the is girl, the, is the girl who's yes. in on it. Because so, she it. even yeah, goes, yeah. Avionics, are you kidding me? Why would she be there? There's no way and that he goes, the, she goes, exactly you check there. that. And she goes, fine, I'll go check it. And then later on when you find out, oh, she's Avionics, in on the Avionics, that's not where Sorry. I put the kid. I mean, oh, no. <laughs> it's it's more it's more that, like... But they, yeah, the... Uh, what? I, I but I but that's I know and despite all that I I kind of I still came out kind of going like I kind of liked it I like it's I kind of going like, through the motions I like it's going through the motions but I do like Jodie Foster yeah. in general and I like her in this I think she's doing a good job I think she's trying I like I kind yeah. of even like uh, what's uh, like whis- whispery uh, Peter Sarsgaard Sarsgaard, Sarsgaard. he a is he is so he's doing that you know movie acting thing that is like in real life you'd be like hey what <laughs> what where he's like. Yeah. This is, uh, I wonder what kind of movie they're gonna show on this flight. It's, you're like, excuse me, it's funny. Excuse me, we're on an airplane. There's ambient noises. If oh, I just, wonder, <laughs> just wondering what. Thing. You're like, no, no, please use I your like, diaphragm. I, push it. I out. like the part where he kind of gets introduced a little bit to Jodie Foster. Where like she's starting to lose it because she notices that the girl is gone. And Peter Sarsgaard is there, like watching the in-flight movie, and he's like, "Hey, checking out this movie." You know, he's just like making small talk with yeah, her. Can't can't leave when the movie's playing. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Uh, he's like, I, fuck you, man. I already know you're the bad guy. <laughs> on his whispery talk, though, it's funny because I, I, uh, I'm rewatching. We're rewatching the uh, Lord of the Rings movies too, and um, oh boy, which I, which I, which I enjoy. Whatever, that's a whole other thing, I guess. But, uh, but there's a lot of like uh, Vigo in that is like very much like talking, I talk very quietly, and we're even like don't go that gun, like what? what? Speak up, speak up. Yeah. We're on a river. Yeah, Frodo doesn't have a microphone <laughs> like up against yeah, his ear. I'm going to, yeah. Frodo, <laughs> you have to understand. Frodo. Anyway, it's just oh, it's like it I'm is, across the field. It is a uh, it is a it's a thing you see in movies sometimes, and honestly, you don't notice it most of the time. I don't notice it until like repeat viewing things where I'm like, oh, why they, they're talking way too quiet? But yeah. you know, in this one, yeah, in this one, you're like, you're like, he's doing that. I'm, uh, or when they're facing away from the person while they're talking to him, so they yeah. face the camera. You're like, I've literally never seen anybody do that. Before. Sarsgaard, Sarsgaard is just I, I like I kind of liked his like his whole thing. Like, Sarsgaard's good. He's, he's, he's not he's, like it's not like he's kicking ass in this no. or anything, but he's doing the job. I, I would say yeah, not, he, he I doesn't say even, nothing kicks ass in this. He doesn't. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Jody Foster hits him in the face. Jo- with I mean, Jody uh, Foster briefly kicks ass at the end. When Jody Foster gets into kick butt mode, it's pretty cool. Yeah, but that doesn't happen enough. It, ta- it happens no. too late. This whole movie is about a woman who designed this super plane. Yeah, she, just the engines. Whatever. But she she, knows, know she totally knows every inch it. of the plane. And then these bad guys kidnap her daughter to force her to open the coffin, blah, 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 blah. We'll get into how backbreaking the, 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 the stupid well, let's, my let's plan talk, is. Let's talk about the plan but, while we're on but, it. But, no, but why isn't this movie about her using that insight to thwart this plot that she yeah. stumbles upon? It kind of isn't, is it? No, not until the end. Like, there's a part at the end of this movie where she goes into, like, she suddenly goes into a place, and it's this giant computer room in yeah, the basement of the airplane. This plane it's like, is huge. Where the fuck is this show? Where's this been all this movie? <laughs> yeah. The movie d- d- t- doesn't take any opportunity to actually make itself exciting. It would yeah. just rather be a CBS pilot until the end when she's like, well, I know what's going on now, and I'm going to be mad. It's yes. terrible. There is a moment where uh, she she climbs into, she goes into the bathroom, and then apparently there's, like, doors in the bathroom that go up into, like, the yeah. upper reaches 
is in it. She's dieharding around up there, yeah. and you're like, all right, this is your movie. But there's like tw- there's like 15 minutes left in the movie at yeah. this point. It's almost over yeah. when it starts to kind of that's, be the that's thing that's that it's was, supposed like, to be. It should have been more like that and less of like all the other uh, uh, passengers going like, I think this bitch, I think is, this crazy. bitch is crazy. Well, it's She's fucking this plane the, right up for everybody. It's definitely the Arab that says something about America oh, right no, now. Like, come on, I mean, dude. but I will. what I'll say is that it's, it's 2005. It's the problem. It's a thing we've had on movies these aren't the first movies where people are being gaslit that we've done, sure. but these are just all fall under that umbrella. But all three of these movies have that same problem, which is just that the story requires <laughs> people to that act a certain way. They, so, so like the whole point of the movie is yeah. that like we, you know, we the audience are like, what is going on, and who is really is she crazy? Which is always, which is always dumb. Yeah. Which is almost always dumb. They're which never is like, crazy. Right. <laughs> right. They're never well, crazy. That would be a disappointing movie to watch. Right. If it's this kind of movie. Yeah. Well, but, uh, but or that, they or they are crazy. But given well, but like, given that like, though, and then there's something else. Yeah, given yeah. that they're never crazy because that will be boring. Why is this the boring version of that? <laughs> right. Well, it that, could be this other thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I just think that I just think that inherently that story is the boring version right. of it because it's like because the whole time you're going because then then it's then it's just um, the whole middle section of any of this kind of story is right. gonna be is gonna be well. Well, this is all bullshit. One way or the other, the last like one- when you get to the end of e- any of these movies, any of this kind of story, it's going to be like the middle section where they were like, "She's crazy." It's either going to be she was crazy, right, or she wasn't crazy. And so when you when you're finally kind of wrapping things up, you're like, "Okay, so she wasn't." Yeah, I feel like okay, could, she was. You could whatever. get to that. You can get to that at the 25 minute mark, and then have the rest of your movie be exciting and have more twists. Absolutely, and stuff. Yeah, the movie thinks absolutely thinks that that's the central intriguing thing about itself is that it's like, what if the woman actually right. was her grief pushed her to this limit, and this is I, interesting, right? And you're like, not really. And then and the, the movie was also like, there movies around this time were kind of obsessed with this idea of like, what if you made a woman think that she never had a kid? Because there's that Julianne Moore movie, The right. Forgotten, yeah, yeah, yeah. where yeah, yeah. it turns out it's, it's aliens. aliens. <laughs> Try, trying to make her forget she has a kid because yeah we did this too so you to learn about human nature and she's like well i'll tell you about humans we love our children and they're like oh okay i watched well, this you got us there. crazy movie last night that i'd never heard of from 1987 called the caller and it's with some woman i'd never heard of and malcolm mcdowell of course and uh and it's like this two-hander where they're just like in this woman's like house and they're playing like kind of a death trap, like cat and mouse, like logic games with each other, you know, mm-hmm. trying to trick each other and do stuff. And I'm like, okay, so like, where's this going? Are they dead? Is he the devil? What the fuck is it? Right. And then at the end, she turns the tables on him and like electrocutes him. And it turns out he's a fucking robot. <laughs> oh, shit. He's a fucking robot from outer space. And the aliens have taken over and she can't, she has to trick him or she can't get through the force field where they're holding her kids. And that's the end of the movie. Oh my god! Like what? it's just like that's seriously it's like, and then the game starts all over again, and she like, she has to trick him again. Wow! And I was just like, Molly and I were watching this, going like, "This was boring, but what the fuck?" That is but wild. That's how, but that's how you that's end how a you movie do it. like that that's a because big swing. because you go like because that's what I was saying is that at the end of this, it's either that she's crazy or she's not crazy. But but instead, these guys went. But what if? But what if? What if he's a robot? <laughs> right. It was like when we were watching Twenty Four, going like, they gotta get aliens on this show or something. I know, right? Uh, <laughs> okay, so let's backtrack. What the fuck is the plan here? All right. Their plan, <clears throat> the, the killer's the plan, plan doesn't is, make any sense. Oh, but, uh, just just to spoil just to spoil it real quick, it's Peter Sarsgaard. Do we say Sarsgaard's that already? And, the one, of the, and one of the flight attendants. One of the flight attendants. Peter Sarsgaard is a is the air marshal. He's, he's the, the air marshal. He's not even pretending. He's the air marshal, and he's the guy that just up and decides like. You know, I uh, 
I could use $50 million. $50 million, and I'd be fine. He doesn't even have a beef with the airline or anything, nah. does he? he? Well, they never explain. He right. just Apparently, he just wanted $50 million. Well, it's not like in Speed, where like he used to work for the computer yeah. company on the, on the, that designed the They fucked the me. They gave me a gold watch, and now my hands <laughs> now all have, fucked now up. Now I have chromium poisoning. Yeah. <laughs> all that I kind of like Peter that. Peter apparently just wanted money. I yeah. like I like that kind of because I feel like... Oh, that's that, not really that, a complaint. It's just, that, I was wondering. That shit where they like make it where you beg, but there's a there's a reason. Yeah, yeah. Like, it always, always feels... Nah, False 50 million, like, $50 I think, million. Dollars. I think maybe this guy just came up with a plan where he wanted to get money. You know how much I get paid <laughs> as an air marshal? Only $75,000 a year. Who could live on that? What's so what's the movie where somebody yeah, well, says, 50, like, living, uh, living like an animal on $75,000? If he has $50 million, he can just not have a job ever. Yeah, that's, Which I think point. is... I think, I mean, yeah, he, yeah, he, he makes enough money being an air marshal. He still has to do that, though. Right. I, have I mean, to, if I you have, have 50 say, million, if he, I had a, if I had a million dollars. He's afraid of flying, so that's why he oh, wants out. Oh, wow, what a shit. I feel like oh, if I had a million dollars, I could just not work right. probably for most of the rest of my life. So you're yeah. justifying his actions, Kevin? No, I'm he's saying that, he's saying that it's girl. just like it's he's he's annoyed when when these movies like have a, sh- a stupid motivation yeah. for a guy money. wanting to steal money. Money is people you know, like money. What's the what's yeah. the line from that one movie? Is like it's motive with a universal adapter on it. <laughs> oh, I like I, I like. Or that's why they call it money. I like. Or I, that's why they call it money. Yeah. From Everybody heist. loves gold. That's why they call it gold. <laughs> no, he goes. Everybody uh, loves money. That's why they call is, it. Is no, that the, what the, the line is? The gold it's line. The gold line is something like uh, you know. Why did why did people do why did people do something? And he's like gold. Like, is it gold? And he somebody says it's gold. No, no, I thought it was love. He's like love of gold. Is love of gold. Is that right, from right, Heist? Also, right. yeah, it's also from it's Heist. also. I, got I, I really the, like uh, Heist. My motherfucker's yeah, my motherfucker's so cool when sheep he sleeps. Count him. Sheep count him. Right? I love oh, that shit. Yeah, I go wait. What? The one I like from is from Spartan, where he goes, "You got to set your motherfucker to receive." Ah, uh, Spartan. Spartan's one of my favorite That's underrated movies. Oh yeah, I love that movie. That's it's my great. favorite mammoth. One hundred percent, Mammoth America Great Again. Because mm. <laughs> he is mega. He went, uh, he went crazy. Yeah. yeah. Is he is he mega or just like weirdly? He's very. He's, he's like one of those grumpy old men. Because I remember like Frank Miller and him were both similar. But that was when Obama was president. But they were both like against the uh, sit in the Wall Street. You know the uh, Wall Street. Shut down, Occupy whatever. Wall the Occupy Wall no, Street. No, he's got stuff. mammoths. But they were, they were like more like get off my lawn. And but I couldn't remember. Yeah. I don't know that they were like pro Trump no, guys. Ma- mammoth's gotten farther right, and he's not necessarily okay. pro Trump. But he's just like liberals irrationally hate Trump. And right, you know, you okay. Know, he's just he's our president. Well, anyway, I still <laughs> I still like, love, okay. respect <laughs> the office if not the man. Yeah, whatever. I still love a lot of mammoths. So. Sure, er, as er, I love his. I early, don't like it anymore. I love his. Sure. I love his early work before he became a crazy ranty old man. I think we should do Glenn Gary Glenn Ross on the Patreon someday. That wouldn't be a bad. That would be fun. Anyways, anyways, back flight to this plan. Movie. Sorry, to sorry, plan. we we all what? got we got distracted by the in-flight movie, which was more exciting <laughs> than flight plan. <laughs> what what's what is the flight plan in flight plan? All right, uh, okay, Jesus Christ. So they so if, first of all, what, like one part of the plan, and this is always where it goes wrong, is he's there's only one other person in on it, and that's the stewardess, <clears throat> who's right. his girlfriend, I think. Yeah, and. Uh, and she's just someone who's to not to not Vera Farmiga, but I thought maybe was Vera she's Farmiga. A very much a poor man's Vera Farmiga. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure she has a name, and uh, <laughs> and don't, she's one don't of these on quintessential. It. Like you know how sometimes <laughs> in these movies there's like a squad, and like one of the squad people is like I don't know, guys, and you're like, well, you should have fucking join the squad if you didn't maybe know of if you wanted to kidnap people or kill people or whatever. Right, right. And right. she's the only other part of his squad. And she's, she's the like, one who's like, I don't God, know. do we have to kill the girl? And, he's, and you're like, that's the whole plan. I yeah. mean, she's that's the whole thing. She's like with it until the part where I, because I think she's, Jodie, Jodie Foster makes her think I, about it Because I think that she's like, well, we're just going to get the money and not have to kill the little girl. It's con- he tells so, her. that's he's, He says he's told her a thousand times. I know, but I think that she thinks like, well, we're not going to actually kill the little girl and blow up a plane. 
we're probably just gonna we're probably just gonna end up getting the money and not having to kill the girl, which they almost do. Mm-hmm. So you know she's she's a little bit she doesn't. It's until Jodie Foster pleads with her. This is what he Don't says. Don't kill my daughter. Hasn't this all been explained to you a thousand times? The only evidence that means anything <laughs> is about this tall, and he holds his hands yeah. low like a little girl. Her name is Julia, and she's gonna get vaporized. Yeah, and she's like, yeah, you're right. So he has told her literally a thousand times, and then she's and then Jodie Foster's like, "Do you really want to kill my girl, my little girl?" And she's like, "Yeah, hey, yeah, I don't. <laughs> I haven't thought about it so that the, way." So the plan is that they kill. They, the plan is actually kind of weird, but I, it's kind of fun. They like. It's ca- they yeah. like. They, I, I won't give it. I won't give it. I won't say it. Trump's like reindeer games no. or one of those other ones because it, well, it, no, it didn't re- seem to take him no. years. It, this like right. reindeer games and uh, never talk to strangers or no things to do in Denver thing? when you're dead. Well, that well no, that oh. one's weird too. But what's the one with where Sean Bean is in it and he's after the little diamond? Oh, don't say a word. Don't say a word. <laughs> and then he's like, oh, I've been working on this caper for ten years. Like the ones where there's years. Wait, was Sean involved. Bean in that movie? He was yeah, the, he's bad the guy. guy. Fuck, I forgot so much about that movie. <laughs> He spends 10 years trying to get a single jewel, and he's like, it's worth $7,000 or whatever. Yeah. Like, that's, <laughs> I, just do something else. A million dollars. And this one, right? conceivably, he could have pulled off in, I don't know, like a month, a couple months or something sure. like that. Well, so they, so, but the plan is, the plan, I think, is great they, okay, because they it needed, involves, yes. they needed her, is her specifically. Uh, it, yes. Well, he needed a, someone who knew the airplane. Right. And to make but, a plausible but hijacker. So, but so, and one of my favorite things about these plans is like that, like it's it's like they can't only do they're not they can't only do a kidnapping. They, it has to be that there's a coffin involved, so they have to also murder her husband. Right. <laughs> Which I just love that, like where there's an extra thing to the plot where to their plan where so, it's like, but we can't just we can't just get on the plane and kidnap the daughter. We have to also murder her husband yeah. because so that's, what that's they, key. Yeah. So what they do is they kill her husband. She so doesn't, his she doesn't know that. She thinks she, she, thinks she, she just fell think off a roof yeah. at the beginning. Right. So they fell they, off a roof after some. They, they, they murder her. They murder her husband so that he's in a coffin on this airplane because they need to put the explosives. They don't X-ray coffins. They don't X-ray. They don't X-ray coffins. I don't believe that's true. <laughs> I actually, <laughs> don't think that, I, that, no way that's true. Come on. Out um, of respect for the person who's dead, we're not going to see what's in there. Uh, so, and then there's a key card, there's a key code to get into the coffin, yep. and I don't understand why this involves any other subterfuge. I don't get, I don't get that. Like, nobody could open the coffin except who? Her? She knows the code. Right. We're going to give you the code to your husband's coffin, and she has it memorized. Right, of She's course. So they, so they, they, one, two, so three, they, four, so five. They, they put the, they put the <laughs> bomb, they put the bomb in the coffin, and they need her specifically so that it's plausible that she could hijack the plane and hide a bomb in her husband's coffin. Yeah, is that this, it? This is the line that Cyrus yeah. Guard gives to kind of like at the end of the movie to sort of like go, okay, here's why. I know you're all thinking this is pretty crazy, but it, it makes sense <laughs> if you think about it. He goes, and, and this is when Jodie Foster is like uh, pointing a gun at why'd him and going like, why'd you kill my little girl and my husband? And he's like... Uh, <laughs> You take things too personally. We needed a coffin because they aren't x-rayed. We needed a credible hijacker who knew the plane. And you're like, all right, all right but wait, what? Like, it's still, there's still, there's why a couple did, of why is, did you need, why is this your plan anyways? Right. That's assuming, you need those things assuming that you created this plan, which is fucking bananas. Right. Because then he place. goes, because then he goes to the captain, he's like, look, we just got it. you just got to, stu- you got to, you got to, you got to wire this money to this account that she gave me. And she like, won't talk to you. She's not going to talk to you. And like, I wouldn't. It's going to say my she's name crazy. on the bank account, but that's how she wants it. You don't want to go ask her questions about that because she might just blow up the plane, and you don't want that. <laughs> Trust me, unbelievable. She'll do it. And not only that, but everybody <laughs> buys this shit to the point where, like, when the scene where she figures out 
what's what's sort of been happening where she like confronts Sean Bean and is like you gotta get these people off the plane whatever and he's like you know you got what you wanted lady yeah. just like fuck yeah, yeah, you yeah. and she realizes what's going on it's like I love how all the other characters are like they're not scared or or like they're mad they're just they're just sort of like miffed at her like this bitch came in here fucking hijacked my plane I'm on vacation I'm so mad at her they're like first she loses her daughter she was accusing of being terrorists throughout the movie first she loses her daughter makes us run around the plane trying to find her fucking daughter then it turns out that that wasn't the case and that was part of her hijacking the plane apparently of course oh man I'm so mad at this lady <laughs> she made us land in Newfoundland were they always of gonna, all places were they, gonna, all places were they gonna blow up the plane with the passengers on it was that part of no, the deal the plan is to leave the daughter in there but they do have to kill the daughter because if they find the, the daughter they're gonna be like, then that turns out that's their plan that's a witness you know, yeah. that's exactly yeah. what were they gonna do with Jodie Foster uh, she's just gonna go to jail She's the she's the patsy. I don't think there's any a, way uh, in hell that they would have been able to get away with that. How are they going to kill the daughter? Blow up the plane. They blow up, they blow up the part of the but plane. They did, but not with everybody in it. Like, oh, so they were just going to blow up the plane when the plane, happening when the plane, when the explosives do blow up, it only blows up the nose of the plane. Right. So that's right. So it's yeah, never going to blow up. It's never going to blow up the entire plane. It would. It, that, that was their. <laughs> yeah. That's basically what's supposed to happen at set four. Won't they he's find human remains? That's right. No, but she's vaporized. No, she'll be vaporized. Vaporized. I, don't th- I mean, they can detect like molecules of chemicals in bombs. No, they he's would using special vaporized. vapory explosion. Yeah, explosives. it'll do a special thing. Does he say that? This isn't I, fucking I, I CSI, bought, Matt. I bought very special vapory <laughs> explosive devices. Fucking bullshit. They're space age vaporizing. <laughs> this is a, this is another dumbass plan. It it's doesn't make any dumb. goddamn sense. It's love, very dumb. I love it. I love it when a bad plan doesn't come together. Because the plan is it, they do the reverse. You know how like they the the mystery writers always start at the end and work their way backwards. This is obviously started at the premise of what if a lady lost her right. kid and then I everyone do. didn't think she had a kid and then then they figured out from there on out. But there's nothing. Yeah. This was the best. They could do to explain this one thing that they wanted to do. There, there was a line late in the movie where uh, I forget it's Peter Sarsgaard. I forget if he's talking to the to the stewardess girlfriend or to Jodie Foster, but he's like, you know, the, the you know, you were out. We just picked up the girl, threw her into a threw her into a, like a you know food cart thing, and nobody <laughs> yeah. noticed. It's like nobody noticed. And then a bunch of people were like, I never saw a little girl. Right. Like everybody's except like the that. two little kids that were like, we saw, a little, and the parents are like, shut, shut up. up, yeah. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, you stupid kids! They're like, it's I love so that little weird. kids are so annoying, and the one, the one, uh, the one flight attendant is like, yeah, they can hear them on the next plane over. And you're like, man, so that, like, someone so tell a new girl you can be, also, you can be mean to the cu- about the customers or whatever. Yeah, I Spe- like speaking that. more about, I, 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 did, I did actually like that because yeah. that's how I, you know, I've, having worked customer service my oh, entire man. life. <laughs> speaking more about how people are just like mean and and, and pissed off at her, I love the that's scene the where they, they like isolate her and put her in the back of the plane. And <laughs> like, everybody, well, everybody's like looking at her. All right, just just to go just go back and real real quick sort of recount what happens. So Jodie Foster gets on the plane. She's sad. The daughter's sad. The husband just died. He has a dent in his head because. He's been pushed, or he fall off a roof. She thinks he killed himself. Blah blah. blah. So it's very sad, and she's like, "I'm just gonna sleep for a little bit." And when the plane's in the air, and then she wakes up, the daughter's gone, and, and the daughter then, has a habit of like running off. Well, and, they, now, and now we know at the end, this daughter absolutely exists, right? And a hundred percent existed, and all this stuff was horseshit. And but like, how did how did the, so that doesn't factor into his plan that literally nobody sees the daughter? Yeah. How did? How? Yeah, it's, it's totally nonsense. impossible. Well, I mean, they I, don't, I think they don't cover for that. He has one line <laughs> in it that yeah. make. I'll, I'll get to that line eventually. But like, it's his plan is contingent on everyone going like she didn't have a daughter. She's crazy. Yeah, they and they managed to like erase her boarding pass. 
and like her flight reservation and all this yeah, stuff. Yeah, I guess the stewardess can do that. Yeah, there's no way that makes I don't, any yeah, absolutely, sense. You just, that's what you're supposed to think, yeah. I guess. That's at least something. That's you, a paper that's trail. They would know. Could, they would know that somebody yeah. altered that. There'd be a record of that alteration. There'd be a record of, the, think so. of the of the purchase at least. I mean, at some point, if this ticket, took place right? in 1997, I'd go okay. But it's it's post 9/11. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh, it's very very post 9/11 y too. And there's one part that is, that is um, pretty fucked up that we'll get to. Mm-hmm. Uh, that they never, that they never really, they they do a real half-hearted re- resolution to, but uh, it's awful. So Jody, so Jody Foster's is like, "Where's my, where's my little girl?" I've seen, and, and like right off the bat, they're like people around her, she's like, "Do you see my little girl?" She's like, "You don't have a daughter." What yeah. are you talking? I never, <laughs> just I didn't see a little her. like who would ever, even if you didn't see the little girl, like if a, if you're on a plane <sighs> and you never saw, you never, you saw maybe this lady and not her daughter, and she came up to you and she was like, "Have you seen my daughter?" You'd be like, "Well, I, no." Yeah, get you the fuck away. You from don't me. have a daughter. No, what you would do is go. I didn't like, see are shit. you are you okay? Let's call a flight attendant. I'm assuming. Yeah, are okay? you okay? I'm and assuming you get the flight attendant over there and go. Excuse me, ma'am. Uh, this, this lady's this bothering la- me. This lady, <laughs> this lady without a daughter is bothering me. <laughs> and she definitely doesn't. There's no way this lady has a daughter. This, yeah, I just get a real no daughter vibe off of this lady. <laughs> it's it's fucking weird. There's zero. Maybe a son, but definitely not a fucking daughter. <laughs> anyway, get her away from me. There is zero accounting uh, and, for the. And fact I need some more champagne. <laughs> there's like just Could zero. You hook me up with a few more of these airline bottles. Yeah. Yeah, there's zero accounting for the fact that nobody believes that she had a daughter later on, there's, except one line that they also throw out. It's it's kind of like uh, the ending of Reindeer Games, how that where they keep on trying to kind of like, <laughs> no, no, it makes sense, in, in a way. <laughs> the flop sweat coming, yeah, the flop coming sweat off. Going off and he goes, uh, and she's and so she's sort of like, why did nobody think that I had a daughter? And he's like, people think what I tell them to think. That's how authority works. What? So I guess the idea is like some sort of magic trick. He was like, I'm the air marshal, and she didn't have a daughter, and people are like, oh, yeah. Yeah, well, I guess I didn't see it other than sure. Right, because you know you always believe a cop. That's the best they could do to explain. <laughs> that's the, the. I mean, this plan is insane from start to finish. But that's the part that is just. Yeah. It requires people to go like, no, I didn't see a little girl. Where you can fully expect everyone to have seen this girl. They're on all on a plane together. Or at least together. someone. Someone, I mean, the, yes. the, the little, but the, again, the little kids saw a little girl, and they say we saw a little girl, and then they go, shut up. Parents just go, shut up, you stupid kids. Shut your mouths. You didn't see shit. You guys, these kids are always saying fucking Believe dumb shit. Believe what the authority tells you. We hate them. We hate our kids. They suck, and they're always saying dumb shit. There was no little girl, probably. <laughs> they're probably just making it up to fuck with you. There's Stupid also little th- fucking shits. All right, so, so Jodie Foster Jr. just immediately, and it's really funny how like instantly impatient with her, like the the flight attendants are and stuff. Where she's like, "Could you help me find my little girl?" And then, and they're all, and they're just like, "Okay, how far could she have gotten? We're all in a tube in the air together. She can't right. have left the plane." And then they're and they're all just rolling their eyes and like pretending to look for the little girl and stuff. And Jodie Foster's flipping out. I and, think. Uh, and then there's a character introduced. It's swim fan. As, right. as if she's going to be a character in the movie, and she she's is not. not. Yeah, nope. she's like, "Hey, you're new, and here, and like, welcome to the plane." And, and she's like it. having interactions with Jodie Foster, and you're like, "Well, she'll come back and be a have something to do with it." And she does not. She's presented as like the as like the third lead kind mm-hmm. of in the it, where it's sort of like oh, okay, and then the new stewardess who's like you know new to this and is kind of more helpful, and you think, "Oh, she'll believe her or something," and then it kind of, she that it, for like a minute, and then she just sort of disappears from yeah, the movie. Yeah, she's barely in it. It's yeah. very weird. Uh, I do like I do like. The the premise of the movie like just that like what if you got on a plane you know someone you got on a plane and right, then right. your daughter disappeared and nobody believed you that the do- your daughter was there and i like that 
I, I, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know where you, where you could take. You could take it in. Other, I have a other, very good idea of exactly what this could, movie should have been. You could take it in different directions that aren't uh, that aren't necessarily a murder mystery thriller, right. where like where like a kidnapping thriller. You know, where it turns out, oh, she did have a daughter. And it's re- you, there are ways to make this into a, a better movie because I like the premise of like, mm-hmm. you know, did did this woman have a, and also just like a disappearance in a confined space is an interesting. Conceit because where 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 could she go? Right. You know where where what if this girl did exist? Where would she? You know, there's only so many places on an airplane. And of Jody course, Foster knows every one of them. And I mean, but I mean, without that, without adding that, and just if you're like if but the mo- premise of the movie was a regular person who's there with their kid, and yeah. it's not someone who knows the plane, and it's not a super plane, it's just a plane. You know, that's I think that in and of itself is an interesting premise. You know, that could go somewhere, but I think that this one takes it to the sort of the most generic place Absolutely. you could take it, where it's like. I watched and, this. And, and having said that, I still kind of enjoyed it. <laughs> I watched this. I actually, I back to back this with Panic Room. Oh yeah, which is still a, a movie I really enjoy. I mean, I don't think it's like a great David Fincher movie, but I think it's really good. And uh, I was just like, I was thinking about that the whole time. Was just like, you know, the bad guys, like Sean Bean's in on it. The flight crew are, are imposters. They killed the real flight crew and they took over the plane. They're flying the plane. They kidnapped the daughter for the exact same reason. It's all the same shit. But then the, the 25 minutes in, she rescues the kid, and now it's Die Hard, and she's got her little girl with her on the plane yeah. with terrorists. It's like, that's, that's a movie. What, that's what it should be. <laughs> but they, they, they want it to be kind of like a Twilight Zone yeah. sort of thing. But I think you could go the... becoming... Yeah. I think you could they, totally go in the I opposite, more minimal o- direction. I think you could go the other way where it, like her daughter did disappear, and it's all like maybe she is crazy, or maybe it's like she never, yeah, you know, and play it's that whole, up. But then it's an ex- then it's like more of a drama and an exploration sure. of, of like what's going on with this woman, and you know that kind of thing. I think you could do that too. 100%. I think this is like the total like middle of the road where they went like, and then you know here's it, whatever this is the plan. Yeah, I, I guess su- I suspect that maybe so. even the filmmakers think that they're copping out by kind of having it be an action movie at the end. Because like the real interesting thing about this is the psychological profile, and you're like, no, <laughs> the diehard part's the best part. That yeah. should be the whole movie. Who, what would you rather see, Jodie Foster in a kind of like Twilight Zone thing that's been done a hundred times before, or Jodie Foster in a Passenger Fifty Seven yeah, scenario? Yeah, one hundred percent. Come on. Uh, but yeah, this so, movie kind of picks neither. Yeah. No, no, no. Because <laughs> it like and when then it, it, and then it it really becomes a bad movie in the middle portion when the movie is kind of going like sh- maybe she is crazy. Oh man. Because like they, uh, Sean Bean's like, I found out what happened to your daughter, and uh, and she's like, Well, tell me, tell me here in front of all these people, I'm not leaving. And she's like, Your daughter's dead, goddammit! Yeah, he like, like just like, yells at her in front yeah, of everybody. Your, your husband jumped off the roof with your daughter, with his your daughter in his arms, and she's dead. She's like. And then it's just just wildly implausible anyway. Where did he get that information? Yeah, exactly. Was like, did he call? Did he did he call on like a a, on like a a frequency? And then like the stewardess and Peter Sarsgaard are like, hold on, hack into that frequency, right? Um, Exactly. Yeah, nope. We're looking at the uh, uh, report of the. It was a yeah. There's a dead little girl too. You sound like Stacy, the flight attendant. Oh no, no, no. (laughs) Hello, it's me. I'm the uh, assistant coroner, and I also say it's a dead little girl. Yup, that's what it is, and her name is what the one you said. So goodbye. We have to go now. Sorry, a little bit of interference. I gotta go. Gotta go. Bye. Ta ta. Go now. It might have actually come from the uh, corrupt morgue manager who oh, they find right. out is at the end of the movie has, has been detained as the oh, information that's that they right. just throw okay. out at you okay. at the end. So I don't think I even noticed that's that. That's right. Okay, I forgot about so that. There, that. There's a third person on the plane that we never meet. It was the morgue manager. We see him at the, we see him at the beginning. Oh, we, oh, oh okay, yeah, that's right. When, he, when he's going like, here's your husband and he died. And he does seem crooked in that they do shoot him and have him portrayed. It's like a weird Dutch angle or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But also like all corners in movies seem creepy. 
That's true. And weird. So you're like, I this. You're like, you, well, you see that. It's scene, never like a cheerful black lady who's like, yeah. hey, yeah, I'm you just doing my job. Yeah, yeah. You don't. You don't see a coroner in one of these movies and go like, and go go like, that guy's definitely on the plan. You just see him and go like, yeah, this is coroners are creepy. If the coroner isn't eating a sandwich while over a dead body, then they <laughs> right, are cro- like making some weird joke. And he's like, look at this one. You want a bite of this sandwich? And you're like, I wouldn't eat a bite of your sandwich if even the, if you weren't over a dead if body. If they're right not now. super casual about being around dead people, then they're probably in on. We're always hungry around these corpses. Cracking jokes. They're always like making little funny quips. Look what happens when I poke his brain here. Yeah. <laughs> That's just gas escaping. <laughs> All that shit. Oh boy. <laughs> I can make him fart. What? <laughs> uh, <laughs> pull his finger. Go ahead. You're fired. <laughs> this is it was good cause. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how you had this job for 17 years. Nobody else wants to do it. It's <laughs> true. It's an elected position. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Bribery. Nepotism. <laughs> uh, so anyway, uh, she saves her daughter. The mm, end. The end. Uh, yeah, but th- so so there's this, so there's this portion of the movie that goes on for maybe 10, f- 15 minutes where the movie is going like maybe this is the deal, and Jodie Foster almost is convinced herself, and Greta Skaki as a as uh, the therapist, as a therapist oh comes God, over I and is like, Jodie, oh, yeah. Jodie, you need to accept that your husband and kid are dead, and I know it's sad, but you're freaking everybody out of this flight, and we all hate you now. And then she's this like, reminds me of the time that my husband was killed in a car accident and I replaced him <laughs> with my lover with plastic surgery. <laughs> I was shattered, I tells you. <laughs> it was shattered. <laughs> Oop, and then shattered. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, a much better movie. And then, a and much so, better movie with, with uh, absurd twists. But that is a much better movie than most movies. But that's a, a, much, a movie that has absurd twists that works. Yeah. Where you're a, like, you're like where could this possibly be going? And you're like, well, I didn't expect that, and it doesn't entirely make sense, but it was awesome. Right, you wouldn't, you didn't see me going into Shattered going like, I don't think this plastic surgery would have worked that well. <laughs> it's way more in on its own joke. Yeah. Uh, but like during, during this scene where Gerskaki's trying to teach uh, or, uh, talk Jodie Foster into accepting the death of her family, Jodie Foster breathes on the uh, air of, on the window, and her, earlier on her daughter had re- drawn right. a little shitty little heart, heart yeah. on there, and then the heart appears again, and she's like, oh, wait, I was right all along. And uh, <laughs> and then and that's when she finally starts to kind of like turn the tables on stuff. Uh, but then there's this really funny part where she goes, she goes so this is when she's like, okay, I've accepted the death of my husband and daughter. Can I go to the bathroom, please? And uh, and so uh, Peter Sarsgaard is like standing outside of the bathroom while she's dieharding, yeah. and she goes up and in, into the like, Upper area of the plane, and then, <laughs> then like fucks with some wires. She learned a lot about this plane from designing its engines. Yeah. Fucks <laughs> with these wires, and then makes the air- oxygen masks drop down. Right. This is like 425 people on this flight are all losing their fucking minds, and then she turns the lights out, uses this period of time of, of, as a distraction to like go run around and look for her daughter again. And then they, and then Peter Sarsgaard grabs her up again, just when she's about to find her daughter. And he takes her back into the um, takes cabin. her back into the main cabin again, and everybody applauds <clears throat> him catching her because they hate her so much. Yeah. And the scene goes on for like two minutes. <sighs> one thing that like super weird. One thing that I wanted to bring up, and this is the weird, the weird uh, subplot, and it's like total post nine eleven stuff. And it, and it's I mean the movie's not I don't think the movie's racist, but the movie it, like it's weird how they handle it because she's go she goes after these two Arab guys mm-hmm. like I saw you do I know you you know and like I, the movie's trying to go is is the movie itself is saying like she's being this a is, Karen. this is bad and yeah, that, that she's being a Karen. and you shouldn't do that so the movie isn't doing that but it's weird at the end. Doesn't the like one of the Arab dudes like hand her her daughter or her bag her, her bag yeah. and then and then he's like goodbye and he you're actually like, gives her a salute yeah or, uh, <laughs> no. but practically she, yeah. but he puts his no, but, uh, NYPD hat but he, on but he yeah, smiles right. and kind of goes uh huh and you're like 
of all the passengers on the plane, this one guy is actually the one who should at the end still be like, fuck you. Yeah, here's your yes. fucking purse. Fuck you. She I don't care that your daughter exists. You fucking racially profiled literally me. Literally profiled And him. you got me almost arrested. You got me in trouble, you yeah. know, with this fucking air marshal. And you didn't fucking That's, apologize. And, and you know what? And she didn't apologize. And he's here. He's going like, here's I'm your sorry. bag. You know what? All is forgotten I and shouldn't forgiven. Have been and you're an, like, I shouldn't like, have been an Arab on the, this the airplane. The fucking white fucking piece of shit family in front of her should be like the people who are like, we're sorry. We are, we are terrible. We, this we guy, definitely saw your kid. This guy should be like, you know what? I'm kind of mad about that, and I'm actually going to maybe sue the airline. Right. Like, or the, he, he or the actually... racist mustachioed dude. Uh, <laughs> what show was he on? He's oh, on a right. bunch of shows. Yeah, that guy. He's on that show that yeah, was yeah, based yeah. in Seattle. Uh, Grey's Anatomy? Ugh, wasn't fuck. he Wasn't he on Dexter? <laughs> was it? No. He's on a ton know. of stuff. Anyway. He, he was in uh, Manhunter. He's on a couple episodes of Manhunter. But, anyway, uh, but anyways, you'd recognize him. He's like the racist guy, and so like whenever, yeah. whenever, he, like he's just constantly going. I say we take the brown guy. Yeah, everybody kill the air. So I mean, the movie itself is like not saying that like there needs you should do this, but the, it does end in a way where you're like, well, wait, what? Why it's, is- it's trying to do a thing and it abs- yeah. that absolutely fails at it because yeah. she. She, it, it is terrible on her part because she just finds season literally sees an Arab guy. The movie shoots all these Arabs as if they're suspicious in the first right. place. Something it's, about it's, that it's, dog. It's pretty fucked up. Yeah, it's like the way they're all like looking very like ooh, looking at each other. They're, and you're they're like, suspicious. Ooh, acting. maybe they're. It's just the, they're obviously supposed to be red herrings, right? Yeah. But the way that it's done is very distasteful. They should. They should. Have it's a, a very scene at the end of the movie, of the movie where movie. those Arab yes. guys are still being questioned by the authorities oh, yeah, because they've got to be in on it. They're in Guantanamo and they're like, well, they were innocent, but we can't let them go now because right. they'll be mad that, now they're radicalized the, the ending is like one of the worst parts the very end where she does the like walk through all of the other people they're in the like, uh, the church or wherever where they're like all the all the passengers have been like brought off the plane the church i thought it was just at the airport or some airport i don't know some lounge That's newfoundland for you but they're like <laughs> she she like has to walk she's got her daughter and she has to walk through the whole crowd and they're all like looking at her going like okay we're sorry <laughs> You know, I was like, they're going to give her a standing O that would have been or right. something like that. I hated that. Like, not only is it a terrible scene, but there's no way in hell they would have just like said, OK, you and your daughter, the focus of this entire plot, you go wait with everybody else now. Yeah. Like, she'd be in a fucking, they'd be debriefing her. She'd be in isolation. They they probably wouldn't even let her have yeah. a kid with her. People are dead. Yeah, I mean, it's they, just this, like. This plane blew up. And, and it's just like, well, we, we solved the mystery, so everybody gets to go home. Yeah, yeah, and those and those. Uh, well, that happens in a couple of these. Those movies. Arab dudes are all getting <laughs> yeah, really. deep body cavity searches at best at the end here, yeah. even though like they are completely proven to be innocent. Yeah, that, that scene is is very fucking. They irritating. certainly they certainly would have come in for more questioning than than any it's, of the other passengers. There yeah. is there is a very funny scene though after she does the whole you know where they stand up for themselves and go, you guys are just saying this because we're Arabs and and then and then, and then everyone's staring at the Arabs and retrospectively retroactively you're supposed to feel sorry for him um but there is a scene later on where jodie foster's like um no now i'm gonna run down she just kind of just takes off during kind of like her Mm -hmm. peak paranoia area and she runs past the arab guy and someone goes get her and the arab dude actually grabs jodie foster and throws her face first into an armrest (laughs) it's pretty and you're like jesus christ so i guess he got to Gotta get his licks in. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I guess. It's bananas. I guess, but he should still be like upset at her at the end of the movie. He shouldn't yeah, sure. be the, it's we it's weird to, it was weird to me that he was the one handing her his, yeah. and it was supposed right. to be like this like, It was supposed to be this reconciliatory yeah, moment. Yeah, and you're like, I don't think that's how this works. Yeah. Yeah. She uh, was just straight up racist there. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, sorry your daughter was kidnapped and that is fucked up. What what, what happened to her in the movie is fucked up. Mm-hmm. You don't get to also, be that guy's that guy's whole life is him being racially profiled by white ladies like her. Yeah. So, like, you know, also there's that. 
of course, the movie is, we don't want the movie to be f- fucking four hours long, so we don't, can't go into that. Right. But the, it, it, it the, is a very small part of the movie. But it's 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 telling. It's weird in telling that it is in the movie at all. At all. The way a, a regular movie would do, and I've seen this done a bunch of times in movies before. The way a movie would usually handle this is that he would like help her mm-hmm. at the end, and then she would be like, "I'm sorry," or have meaningful looks, or he, maybe she'd help him yeah. a little bit too. Right. But that doesn't happen. He she just no, accuses that, if him. They, if they did the diehard version of it, there's another character that could be helping her right there. Exactly. Well, yeah. Also traffic. Yeah. You know, yeah. Eric and traffic would be helping her too. Absolutely. Like, that's exactly like what that's it would what's be gonna like. happen, but anyway. Yeah. Maybe that maybe there was a version of the script that was closer to that and then they're like, Well, let's rewrite this for more because I read that this was actually written for Sean Penn. And, wow. Oh, really? What? You might notice that her name is Kyle. I had not noticed. They didn't that. even change. I her thought name. her name was Flight Plan. Yeah, right. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't. I thought her uh, name yeah. was Jodie Foster. It was. It was written for Sean Penn. So I wonder if maybe at one point it was more of an action movie, and then huh. they, they turned it into more of a drama. Well, that would have been so, uh, quite quite something. I mean, that would have been something wow. else. I, pre- he, I think I prefer this. He, yeah. repla- he replaced her in the game. Huh. Oh, yeah. I generally, I gotta say, I generally prefer Jodie Foster to Sean Penn. Well, I well, think sure. in both of those cases, I'm like, yeah, Jodie Foster. Mormick, stop. Even in, uh, even I'll in the, Mormick, even stop, in famous uh, Sean Penn performances, I don't even think he's that great in Fast Times at Ridgemont High. He should, wow. she should, she yeah. should I don't particularly like. The, I don't particularly think that's a great movie oh, either. Is so. that my daughter up there? Is that my daughter up there? Uh, is that my daughter up anyway. there? Sure. Sean, Sean Penn, uh, yeah. overrated. Wow, sure. yeah. but but you don't you're not you don't hate him quite as much as Christian Bale. No, I don't. I don't hate. Well, I don't hate when I watch Sean Penn. I don't hate. I don't his, hate anybody. I don't hate his acting. Hate tics strong or whatever. Word. I hate. I think I hate like I hate watching uh, Christian Bale act. Right. Like I hate the act of him. Like he, the process of watching him act is annoying to me. Like I feel like I can see. I'm like watching him. I'm watching him do his process in front of me, and then there's yeah. gonna be a quiz afterwards. Of now, how did and he yells at I, you if you don't pass? How did I act so good? <laughs> now tell me, tell me all the parts I did where I was acting good. And I'm like, well, what? I don't know. Anyway, no. So no, Sean Penn doesn't. Do you have any more right. quotes about this? Uh, one uh, one other thing that I did want to bring oh. up that I uh, that I thought was funny. Real, I'll, I'll put a lump it into the quotes. But S- Peter Sarsgaard obviously gets blown up at yeah. the end. Uh, the stewardess kind of runs runs off and she well she, she like ditches ca- she kind of ditches on the plane. But she's, she's like, not I like die. I like the part where she, she does run, get captured. She runs away from the airplane and you hear the you hear the SWAT guys over the intercom going like, "Is that our target? No, no, that's not her." And it's like you wouldn't know that. You wouldn't know that. Who that could that? be Jodie Foster dressed as a stewardess. Who fucking knew that? They should, then, they'd shoot her. They'd one hundred percent shoot her. And then they and then they go, but then they get her. Yeah, they get her. They get her. But, but you uh, see but her. Jody's, you see that she's gotten gotten. She probably. I mean, she she you know gives up the whole plan. I assume. Sure. Yeah. We have to assume that she tells them the whole plan because Peter Sarsgaard is vaporized. Yeah. <laughs> but Jodie Foster at the end has the uh, ex- the trigger for the explosive device and has Peter Sarsgaard locked into the the little area where the explosives are and she knows the plane so she locks herself behind a door that she knows apparently will protect her from the blast. Anyways, the point is she sets the blast off and it's some of the most hilarious special effects yeah, really because corny. the explosion goes really slowly and it sort of just envelops him and you, you get to see a guy kind of like seeing himself get engulfed by like a mushroom cloud of flame it's and really going weird. like, ah, ah, we like get, the blob is eating him or something. It's really <laughs> fucking weird. Actually, we get two different, uh, two different like r- hilariously uh, slow fire deaths in two of these movies. Because mm-hmm. oh, in right. Gothica, also there's it's a really like, good one. Yeah, in Gothica, you're like, I don't think that's how this works, <laughs> yeah. but okay. Uh, oh my god. Uh, all right. Uh, in between, we have to talk about abandon. Yeah, we though. do. This yeah. is a line where Sean Bean is trying to go like, I'm not going to. You know, bust this guy just because he's an Arab and all this, and then she goes, "I don't give a shit about being politically incorrect." Yeah, like oh Jodie Foster canceled, member of the Legion of Skanks, Jodie Foster. Uh, and then there's a, wow. then there's a, 
<laughs> you know what that is? Yes. Okay. I do not know what that is. <laughs> I'm not calling her a skank. There's a syndicate of politically incorrect comedians in New York called the Legion of Skanks. Oh. That, that, are, that are like, fuck political correctness, bro. Like oh. Ilsa Scherzinger or people like that. Yeah, Louis C.K. is doing time. <laughs> it's literally oh, yeah. doing time at this place now. Oh, wow. Okay, yeah. No, yeah. I still hate stand-up comedy. In right. case I haven't oh, said that. Oh, you should. Yeah. In case I haven't said that on the podcast in a while. I think I've said it before. It's really bad. Yeah, it's what's, that, what's that guy on Netflix? That guy's got the Netflix the show who's like, it's like... Uh, He's got it's like a five part stand up special or something like that. And Jesus. it's like it's like he's like, you know, don't wear a mask and shit like that. What? <laughs> yeah, it's something like that. You know, on, Shane on the, Gillis, the guy who got uh, I think his name booted is Sullivan. Off of, wow. I don't know. Yeah. Well, anyway. And thank God. Uh, but there's also a part where, like when, when it, it peak paranoia, um, when she's starting the movie's starting to like fake try to tell you that maybe she's She's crazy. Nuts. The camera starts spinning around her and she goes, you're crazy. You're all crazy. Like it becomes that kind of movie. (laughs) (laughs) It's pretty dumb. Uh, Ratings. Two Judds. This is so boring. Uh, One. No Douglases. Zero. Zero Douglases. Yeah. And uh, uh, 10 out of 10 uh, justifiably frustrated Arab dudes. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Boy, oh, boy. 2005, everybody. Mm. Good stuff. Uh, I'm going to give it three, Judds. It's a... I don't know if it's technically a bad movie. The plot is really dumb. There's all kinds of stuff that clearly maybe they changed in the editing or something. I don't think this was the ideal form of this movie that they wanted, but it it is short, and Jodie Foster's good in it, and it looks pretty good. Uh, I I don't know. I just kind of enjoyed myself throughout the whole thing. (laughs) Even though though it is one of those ones where you look back and go, wait, so what... Okay, no. <laughs> oh, that doesn't yeah. work. Yeah, us going over it made me go like, wait, no, yeah. Oh, yeah. but what? But it's stupid, it is a, stupid plot. But it is a while you're watching it. I was kind of like, oh, sure, okay. Possibly less stupid than it being aliens that uh, took her. <laughs> I daughter, wish it though. was aliens. But that would be more interesting. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, give me anything. <laughs> I don't here. know if it was <laughs> anything. <laughs> in execution. It'd be more fun. Uh, zero, zero Douglases. Just not. No time for that sort of thing. Oh yeah, it's not even remotely trying to do that. Yeah. <laughs> And I'm gonna yeah, give right. it one. I'm gonna give it a ten out of ten. Slowly moving <laughs> explosions <laughs> <laughs> that gradually envelop Peter Sarsgaard. Ah, Ooh. it's getting me. Yee. Uh, I was gonna go three, but then we talked about it. I think I'm going two and a half. <laughs> yeah. But also, like, uh, it's also it is totally a two and a half for me movie where it's like, sure. Where it's like this exists and that's all that there you go. Yeah. Watch it because it's here. That's this is the kind of movie. Um and I didn't hate it. I, I ended up kind of enjoying it even though it is, as we've discussed, not not doesn't not doesn't really make sense. Jody, it is short. Just like this movie does not deserve Jodie Foster or yeah. the yeah. work that she <laughs> no, put I didn't into deserve it. this movie. Yeah, you did. No, Matt deserves <laughs> this movie. You absolutely deserve this movie. God damn you. <laughs> uh <laughs> Zero Douglases, and I'm gonna give it uh, one, one scene where uh, flight attendants who are supposed to be searching for a little girl go into a a, a little place and fuck. It. Yeah, because that I happens. Saw them fucking sure, because that ha- that happens. That happens. That happens. They're like, hey, let's go search for her in here. If you know what I mean, I, I want to watch they, you crawling. I think they, that's Matt Bomer. Yeah, I don't know, but they go off and fucking. I was, and that was hilarious. I still zero Douglases because you don't see anything. They just, yeah, it's yeah. like hinted that that's what they do, and then right. Jodie Foster gets mad about it later, <laughs> justifiably, because they were like not take, they were eye rolling her. Uh, yeah. Her. Anyway, I just, I, I, for, I remember that scene as we were 
<laughs> wrapping up. I was like, I gotta mention how those those flight attendants just totally blow off their mission to go find a, a little girl to fuck each other <laughs> mid-flight. That's at the point when they've already dismissed her as completely insane. Yeah. Uh, so you might as well fuck in a shaft somewhere. <laughs> That's why they call it. Well, Jodie Foster designed that fuck shaft. I designed that fuck shaft shirt. Uh, uh, all right. Well, speaking of movies that nobody deserves. Oh God, yeah. Matt, ma- maybe not even, not even Matt. Not even Matt Lynch deserves oh, this boy. movie. This uh, is that's. I, I probably hated that. it less than you guys, but I still thought it was bad. This movie. This movie. This is one of the. I don't think I. I. I don't. This isn't the movie I've hated the most that we've done on here. No. Mm-hmm. But it is like the movie that has the least reason to exist. <laughs> that <laughs> like, could be true. It, it barely. It, it barely, really doesn't make any sense. Yeah. It. But it barely. It. Sort like, of like, what's it your point? Hardly. It hardly ever does. Anything. anything. When yeah. it does anything, even when it's bad, I was like, oh. Here's good. the thing. The movie is called Abandoned. The school is exclusive. You can be the president of the United States if you really want to be. Even my dad likes you. The parties are extreme. Right now, everything is so perfect. The future is bright. You feel safe with me because we accept each other. But nothing this good lasts forever. Got a missing persons. Male, Caucasian, 24 years. Name, Embry Langham. This fall. He disappeared. He disappeared or he left school? Which? Both, I think. I haven't heard from him. Not once? Not even once. You're thinking about the cop, aren't you? Glad if he's not my type. Smart, sensitive, wants only to talk about you. How is that not your type? And it's got Katie Holmes. Mm-hmm. And it turns out Charlie Hunnam. Charlie Hunnam. Who I have heard of before and, uh, and seen in movies. Zooey Deschanel. Zooey Deschanel. Deschanel. And Benjamin, Benjamin Bratt. Bratt. Benjamin Bratt. Benjamin oh, Bratt. and uh, Tony Goldwyn. Yeah. Tony uh, Goldwyn. Not Aiden Quinn. Nope. But, but yeah, <laughs> a, a definite mark with few exceptions. When Benjamin Bratt's in your movie, you know you're in trouble. <laughs> like, oh no, Benjamin Bratt. <laughs> I found He's rarely in good things. Yeah. Uh, I, there's, I got a lot of questions. Well, yeah, like oh. about this, this movie, where, where this, to start? This movie, I have, I have very few questions about this movie. So well, I know where I want to start. It's this, with, uh, this was written and directed yeah, by that was the, the writer of Traffic, oh, Stephen Gagan, and this was and, and future director of this year's Doolittle. This was made the year after uh, Traffic. Yeah, after he won this. So this is his like follow up to winning an Academy Award. Post Traffic, pre Syriana, Stephen Gagan. Yeah. Wow. And so, but this was his like where he was like, I want an Academy Award. Mm-hmm. I can finally make um this, this movie. This I wanted movie to make. I wanted to make. And you're like, why would you want to make this? Is this was a movie? This is like if you took only the scenes of the college students hanging out in traffic and went like, but what if they were a sort of in a murder mystery thriller? Sort of, because most of the scenes are just them like hanging out, hanging out. and it is exactly like it's exactly as irritating as all those scenes right. in traffic where the col- where the like the you know uh, rich kid college students are just hanging out, and it sucks because they're not doing meth in this. They're not doing, and they don't do anything in this. Nobody does anything in this. Well, they well, go somebody, to a, when somebody smokes out of a two a bong made out of a two. They liter. go to a lot of uh, important interviews. Oh my yeah, god, yeah, um, business. It's, this movie was this was real a real struggle for me too. Uh, I, I think I watched it with Sophie, and she was like, "She was like, it's not that bad, is it?" And I'm like, "I don't know, maybe not, but I'm having r- real trouble, like, even giving a shit." <laughs> I'm I'm uh, real curious about what, like what what the sort of uh, the core idea behind this movie is because on on its face, it's about this ambitious young woman who is very boring. Yeah, fine, but you know she she knows exactly what she wants, and she is very good at pursuing it, and she is capable and smart and intelligent and attractive and ambitious and all this stuff and she is beset on all sides by shitty men who want something usually sex from her okay but not only shitty men yeah Benjamin Bratt's 
supposed to be good. Yeah, he's a good guy, yeah. and then he falls off the wagon because she or something. He but still he bones sort of, her, sort of briefly. Kind but like, of falls but off like the wagon. she, but it's like, Look, but he, he's nice to her. That's not the point. Is not that the point is okay, that I just don't think he. I just don't think his think character is supposed shitty. to be. I think he's supposed to be a good guy. Yeah, it doesn't it doesn't matter if he's a good or a bad guy. All these men all su- want to seduce her or succeed in and seducing her. She's the most her. beautiful person right. in the world. And then at the end, it's uh, watch out for that bitch. She's fucking crazy. That's what the that's right. what the end of the movie is, and, and, it, it, and it doesn't reveal itself till the very. It feels to me that that must have been tacked on. This is a, this is a, it, like the, the whole movie. It, it you're right. The whole movie feels like oh man, the, the, this, this woman's experience is just constantly being a you know right. in one way or another kind of assaulted by men and she's just constantly being put upon. You're like all right, this is an interesting amount of empathy it has for its protagonist. And then at the end, it's like she was a crazy needy bitch. Yeah, God. <laughs> Yeah, that's what it's it is. so yeah, fucked yeah, yeah. up, it and it's like it totally feels it like retroactively kind of recodes. daddy issues. It totally feels like this late '90s, early 2000s, like a Weinstein project, it's like a like, biscuit, like song. something that was a Miramax movie that somebody made because Harvey Weinstein was like, "Get that kid who had the Suntance movie. We'll give him 15 million dollars to make his yeah. movie," and then they just like recut it later. Yeah, yeah. you're not wrong. You're, you're one of those clingy, crazy bitches, man. It's Tra- so weird. Travis's description of anything in this movie as remotely interesting is super generous, though. <laughs> I mean, because I, there's nothing I was, interesting I was at all of, in this movie. I was movie. bored in the moment, and and but I was sort of like, no, no only thing yeah. I was noticing was like this this motif, and then at the end, it's like, really, oh. Because I knew what the twist was. I'd seen this before, but that was the only thing I remembered, that it was her who was the killer. I didn't remember that, like, uh, Charlie Hunnam was still alive. But isn't. Charlie Hunnam. Right. But isn't still alive. But isn't still alive. Yeah, exactly. All that stuff. She takes, she's, I do like how she takes Benjamin Bratt to her, like, her little murder basement. (laughs) She's got a murder layer. She's got a murder layer. Where she hits, that, but, uh, where she I, hits dudes with presumably the same not, uh, brick. You're not wrong. That is what the movie's about, and it is that is like okay, that's fucked up. I will say the only part that was remotely exciting was is, the end, is yeah. the end where she's crazy and oh, kills a guy. Absolutely, absolutely. And then shows her killing two guys in one. You're like, okay, I can see this is a, this is. A, you're like, here's your movie, and it's like the last five minutes of the movie, yeah. and then it's but the like, rest w- of it. Was that a reshoot or something? I don't know. I, I can't imagine that that was the point all no, along. No, I think it was the point all along. This is how I don't. This is I how don't think it felt like it felt like the same movie. It was just like that, except that it was it was. Uh, I was remotely was like, watch was out, remotely, boys. Hold on to your dicks because. Uh, <laughs> This bitch is crazy. <laughs> well, because it because don't it, put your dick in because crazy. Because it, it, I mean, the very end of the movie is like her, same thing. Is her? She's gonna have to kill this guy now. Yeah. And then they play Buck Cherry's crazy bitch at the end of it. <laughs> she's a crazy bitch, but you fuck so good. I'm all into it. Great song. Yeah. I'm gonna play and it at the end of this I episode. Have never heard that song. Oh, it's the worst thing I've heard of all it. time. That's a real thing that uh, happened. What's in more America. proof that I know nothing about music? This at country all. is fucked. This is a movie that like uh, that like sucks. It sucks at being a thriller. And it sucks. Well, it's barely a thriller. But that's what I mean. But it's but yeah. But it but it sucks at that. And then it also but it is. But it also sucks at being like uh, an interesting like uh, drama about this person. Yeah. I think too. I think it. I think oh, it, it's, I think it's bad on every level. Like it actually like just and not not that it's not offensively or irritating to me. It was just like who cares? It's very dull and fuck off. It's movie ultimately pointless. Yeah. When you get to the end and it's re- what it's re- it's revealed, you're like, "Well, I'm glad I watched that whole fucking movie." Right. Then, thanks. I mean, at least it's short, but still, I will say it's <laughs> good. Sure. At, it is good at one thing, and that is telling us that Stephen Gagan had a very good time in college. Because <laughs> this whole movie is just like, "I had a good time in college." The movie, but did he? I mean, you see I mean, traffic too because he was he got a hook. Well, he on was drugs he was whatever. on crack. He yeah. realized that those times were bad later, but I think while it was happening, he was enjoying himself. Like, yeah. 
I mean, I'd rather th- I'd rather this was like a real uh, a more nasty Brett Easton Ellis thing or something. Sure. These people are so boring. I mean, I think maybe he thinks that's what he's trying to do. I don't know. <laughs> no, because I don't like that rules of uh, rules of uh, well, yeah, attraction. That's either. at least more lively than this, right? I'm like, well, at least that has. Brett Savage can feel his own dick. I can feel my dick. Sure, I can feel my dick. I think that movie sucks too, but dick. but like that's Interesting. not. I wasn't. Right. I'm not bored watching right. it. I wasn't like. I was like. I was like zoning out watching this movie. I was like halfway through going like I don't know what this is even supposed to be about. I guess this guy is still alive and he hates her or something. And it, well, yeah. Let's let's briefly run down the plot. Who fucking cares? The plot is Katie Holmes <laughs> is this uh, graduate student. I guess graduate student, maybe just college student. I think it's just college. If she's in college, she's like 28 or something. But she's. I think they're supposed to be like in their early 20s, just graduating yeah. college. Well, I just altogether. mean that she doesn't look like she looks. Looks too old to be right. a college student, uh, and she's you know uh, about to graduate, and she's pursuing various important job opportunities. <laughs> she's at a this hot pr- she wants to be. A, they keep saying an eye banker, which just it dates the movie extraordinarily. Um, and her best friend is Zoe Deschanel, who is doing a lot of acting. They and, do this. Uh, they do one of my <laughs> one of my favorite things in movies uh, like this too, where Zoe, Zoe Deschanel is like. The shitty, like, dumpy friend, right. and then and then Katie Holmes is the one that everybody wants to fuck. Zoe, you're sp- and you're supposed to go, oh yeah, sure, Zoe, that's the ugly one, and she's the like right, and, and also Zoe, Zoe Deschanel also has like a demonstrably more personality than Katie uh, Holmes, yeah, yeah. and is like, clearly I, more fun. Katie Holmes I know is, you didn't. It's so weird. This I think is, she's bad in the movie, but it's like this you know. is my peak, uh, I, and I didn't think she was good in this, but this was like me, my peak, uh, yeah. cru- mad crush on Zoe Deschanel. I think it was like right around all the real girls coming out uh-huh. around mm. this time. And then you know that that went away, but uh, but like watching her in this, I'm like she's the only the she's the only remotely entertaining character in the right. entire movie. Everybody else is like you, when you get when you end up in Benjamin Bratt's apartment, he's just sitting Ugh. in a chair reading in front of a radiator, oh, and you're like you don't even have a TV, you suck. Benjamin yeah. Bratt and Katie Holmes so, vying for the most boring person. But in the world. oh yeah, well no, but them together is like it's, awful. it's like a chemistry vacuum. I uh so then then um meanwhile Benjamin Bratt is this recovering alcoholic cop who is back on the force after after being on the wagon. And uh, and it, you know gets this gets this shit assignment to go uh, track down a cold case of this this boy who disappeared from the local college, uh, and it turns out that's Charlie Hunnam, who was like a rich kid with a trust fund who was God. like flying around the world and was an artist who made operas and all of this stupid his, bullshit. His shit is the worst. He's the worst. Oh my God, that shit, that fucking. Oh uh, my, you're the everything. you're the you're the ones. You're my you're the hell. Yeah, uh, whatever. Is <laughs> all of his you write it down. I have, I have some. I definitely have a lot of the stuff. He, that he, he was said. like, his, his, like name is, his name is Embry. He's like pretentious yes. uh, anti anti theater, anti opera. Oh shit. my god, it was you guys just haven't atrocious. produced a good artist in in decades. Yeah, it was. I would rather be dead shit. than mediocre. Screw this play and screw you people. That's the last thing he says and before he, he and disappears. In the movie, the movie argues. That I think that he's like bad. Although when it turns out he's just a ghost, you're like well, he, he, whatever. But you, it also it also doesn't quite make. I think it's also making the argument that like this this guy's art is good kind I of. think I think maybe it's trying to make the argument that his art is good I think in the flashbacks where we know he's not where we know he's alive still he's clearly like the abusive genius the difficult yeah. genius so there are also these, there's these facets of these different men sure. who are trying to like get get into Katie Holmes's panties and uh then it turns out that that was her ex-boyfriend, and she's, I don't know what happened to him. He just disappeared. disappeared. He was mercurial. He did stuff like this all the time. And then, but she's she's getting, like, mysterious correspondence from some poison right. pen who's like, you know, I remember, I know what you did, and you better meet me at the old place. And all of a sudden, and it turns out Charlie Hunnam's still alive, and he's, like, pestering her, and she's afraid of him because he was always crazy. And yeah. then also, meanwhile... There's this incel dork who Harrison. wants to, Harrison who also wants to fuck Katie Holmes and has a big crush on her and she's kind of like let's be clear 
doesn't really want anything to do with him, but is definitely dangling the bait. <laughs> yeah, and at one point he's uh, this, ugh. but at one point he, someone asks, like, I think Benjamin Brad is like, "Is she your girlfriend?" And he's like, "Um, I th- maybe." And right. Like, what? And what fucking planet? Is she's like, he, he's real she's far fri- gone. She's friend zoning him, which is absolutely fine, except that she's not really communicate communicating that to him. Yeah. And and it's just making him boil over because he's a stupid dipshit who You'd deserves have to be nothing. An absolute psycho to believe that you're dating this person. Right. Though. And I mean, you point, haven't even touched. At her. one point, when she like accidentally blows off a thump, something he thought was going to be like a date. He's like, what am I doing with myself? You don't even like me. He's such a fucking pussy. It's just, it's pathetic. <laughs> and then he disappears. And then he disappears. And, and then she, he just comes back. He's yeah. fine. And, and she like is running around going like, I think Charlie Hunnam might have killed Harrison because he's jealous and blah, blah, blah. None of that really. We never find out why he was gone. Any of that shit. And then also she ends up sleeping with Benjamin Bratt, which I like looked away from the TV for a minute and looked up and they were in bed together like post coital little intimacy Ugh. and I was just like did they bone I guess they boned there are two like almost PG-13 sex scenes in it where they're like isn't is this we're like trying to generate sexiness without showing anything that are like the hard very hard to watch Ugh, so just boring extremely boring and unpleasant and then uh and then there's like a climax where you know she basically like takes Benjamin Bratt to her to her murder hole Yep. And Benjamin Bratt realizes that Charlie Hunnam has, in fact, been dead this whole time. We realize that she, in fact, killed him and has been imagining him as being back from the dead because the movie has been peppered with these flashbacks to when she was a little girl and her dad left, and now she has daddy issues, so whenever men abandon her, she kills them. She kills them. That's why I don't think it's tacked on, because I think that is actually the point of the movie. That's also, the, I, oh, I, yeah. had to go, She's I, a crazy I had bitch. to go to the bathroom, and I came back just for the exciting part of the movie. Right. Did you guys talk about the, just talk about the her boring friend who disappeared and then shows up and goes like, I was mountain climbing and got yep. lost. Oh, does he I'm, actually say where he was? Oh, I yeah, he has a whole yeah. thing where he's like, and then I, you know, I kind of went got lost mountain climbing, and they had to send a rescue team. <laughs> anyway, she wouldn't. Is, she would never kill him. She doesn't give a fuck. She doesn't about give that a fuck guy. about him. <laughs> she fucking. only kills the men. It was she just. Loves. It was just more fucking boring. Uh, rich more kids, rich college. There's nothing. The only thing that I can think of that's more irritating than this is like high school, like people like bad high school mm-hmm. shit. But like fucking bad, col- bad col- college might be worse. College college student like shit is so much like this shit. We're like, yeah, like talking right about off, like real right stuff. Right off the fucking yeah, and they're all they're always doing exams and shit. I was like, fuck you, motherfuckers! Yeah. I hate all of you. And then and then like also. <laughs> <laughs> there's uh there's there's a couple other little subplots. There's um the company that she is trying to get this prestigious eye banking company. God, I hate saying I-bank. eye banking. Is is gonna hire her and like the dude who is like her recruiter is clearly into her. And uh and you know then also she's seeing a therapist, Tony Goldwyn, who at one point in the movie, after a right. couple of sessions, goes like, "Well, you seem fine and cured now, so let's go out on a date." I yeah. fixed you. Now I want to have. Now sex I want to bone you. <clears throat> and then the last scene of the movie is uh, uh, that uh, she's working for the prestigious eye banking firm, and the dude is like, "Look, I'm about to get promoted, and I can't bone you anymore. Um, I'm, you know, I'm abandoning you. I'm abandoning you." He doesn't say that, but. <laughs> then, then she, uh, then she, like, she stares off into the middle distance in the movie, like, you plays an ominous scratch. tone, yeah, and like, <laughs> seriously, and it's then the, the movie cable ends. guy ending. No, so she looks at the camera and goes, "Here we go, here we go again." And so she's gonna, bam, she's bam, gonna bam, kill bam, him. Bam, bam, bam. <laughs> Abandon. Anyway, abandon, abandon. <laughs> Oh, I baby. fucking wish because that's, that's that would be something. The movie does not have a sense of humor. She kills Benjamin Bratt. How does she get away with that? She just does. They don't find him. They just don't find him. Well, because yeah, he because he like, falls off the wagon. I mean, I guess because I guess like because you know they probably because he had parked his car somewhere. He was gonna go pick her up, and they were gonna go off to on a nice vacation, right? right? Uh, 
because they were in love. But then uh, he he got he got drunk. His breathalyzer in his car makes his car stop, so he has to walk. So they probably find his car right. in another part of town, and then don't know just where assume, he is. Yeah. They don't assume he's in her kill lair. Right. Of course not. I, I just I was just curious about that because I, again like I tuned oh, I, out a little I bit. I mean, you know, it's the movie, not to the movie doesn't ask the question like because well, they right. would send somebody to investigate this guy's disappearance and then they probably would come to her and go like, uh, so you know he was involved with you and they talk to her friends and they go, yeah, he was supposed to go off on a weekend with her and her friends never just showed up. casually ask like, what happened to him? He's like, he just never showed up. Mm-hmm. He just laughed. He went somewhere. She's too pretty to be up. a killer. Another thing. She's that, too boring that, to be a killer. She <laughs> she's so boring. <laughs> Another thing that makes it very hard to watch. It's uh, like Katie Holmes being the star of this makes it is she's the pretty hardest, bad the it, hardest yeah. thing. But to apparently, watch. it was written for her. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I was so inspired by your talent, Katie Holmes. <laughs> um, but it's the fact that there's there. It takes place in two different time periods that are two years apart. Take place in the same place, and yeah. everybody looks the same. Right. So sometimes they're going back. They're going back and forth from the two years ago yeah. when she was dating this guy to two years later, where there's she's still in the same college with the same and friends, he's, and he's allegedly still around. There's and a none s- of them look different. There's a slight difference. So you never know. I, there's a lot of times when I go like, oh, that was oh, that was supposed to be now. I thought that was in the okay. Oh, there's that a didn't slight difference. To me. I knew what there's that a was. slight I, difference I never in the tell. like in like the color. Oh yeah, like, it goes, it goes from like really dark brown to kind of a lighter brown. One of them is one of them is slightly <laughs> more is slightly more movie. blue. Yeah. I honestly think it would have. This is the kind of thing. Like I agree with Travis. Whereas like I, I it was the kind of movie that would would have maybe benefited from something where it's like the uh-huh. past scenes look different, so that you're like because I feel like it. I, there were a few times where I was like, I had to, I was like watching a scene and going like I looked away for a second. And there was a cut, and now I don't know if I'm watching them having a boring college conversation in the two years ago or a boring right. college conversation now. And then I was like, "And does it matter?" And then I my and then my mind wandered, and then the, you can stay, but I'm leaving. Yeah, that was seriously this <laughs> whole movie, movie. That was seriously this whole movie was like that. It was uh, yeah. it was there's rough. A, there's a big long scene where it's just a bunch of people like partying in a dorm, and it's like, man, college, right? I mean, fucking college ruled, guys. Am I right? Yeah, you're hanging out Ugh. with your friend, and it just goes on and on. And then her, she's just laying on a bed with her friends, and they're like listening to trance music and all high it's, and stuff. Yeah, oh, that party scene! That's that right. That was terrible. Where she takes she takes some ecstasy or something yeah. like that. They're Fucking having a, they're having a good time. I don't know. There's that. It's like I'm not saying there's not ways to make uh you know that kind of thing interesting. It's just Stephen Gagan can't do it. This I don't know. The movie <laughs> the movie is just ultimately completely pointless and stupid, and it totally lacks drama and. There's nothing. Let's. Uh, it lacked. Yeah, it, that's the thing. Is that? But I think it's 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 purposefully trying to be like you know not like dramatic about it. Like it, until it's like she's. I think th- it's trying to be like subtle and thoughtful. Instead, it's not. But that's what. But I mean. <laughs> but instead, it's boring. Yeah. Because I think it's trying to be subtle and thoughtful. But it's also like. But like, if you're gonna do that, then have it have some substance. Like well, you're it not. It has substance. Don't put your dick in crazy. It's perfectly sure, substantive. Yeah. Sure. Oh, I, 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 I thought of one other part I like in it, which is uh, Melanie Linsky. Oh yeah, that's oh, right. Myers Linsky. Uh, and she's actually and I, uh, and I, who I who I think is who I think is great in just in pretty much everything she's in. And she's and named she's, like Mousy Kathy. And yeah, she's and she's really fun because she just pops up a few times to be like a weird red herring, but but also is like fucking when she shows up, I'm like, oh thank God, someone's here to breathe some life into this by being weird. <laughs> you know, what, her you and know, Zoe are the only ones. What with I thought any was what I thought was like right? vaguely Zoe, yeah. interesting about Melanie Linsky showing up is that like yes she's nosy and mousy like actually in this because I watch everything with the subtitles on because my okay. hearing's not always great and uh, she's actually labeled as mousy whatever her name is in the in the subtitles oh. and uh, 
there's the this there's her this, her second appearance is when she's like so uh you're finishing your your dissertation or whatever and he's like she's katie holmes is like yeah you know got to turn it in you know how's yours coming along and she's like i finished it last week and it's <laughs> it's kind of it's kind of important considering where the movie goes just because melanie linsky is clearly not coded as like the hot ambitious babe mm. and she beat katie holmes yeah. <laughs> yeah that's true and it's like again it's like they're they're the movie is deeply anti-feminist is all i'm oh, saying yeah. in the end, but you know you find that out at the very end yeah when it all comes together wow. and you, you kind of go like oh jesus yeah uh Oh man, what was I gonna point? Oh, uh, Charlie Hunnam. Let's talk about Charlie Hunnam and how, Charlie Hunnam. how he is employable. <laughs> well, is here's, he the, here's the thing. So in, I'm, uh, I'm watching this. Wait, is he in Pacific Rim? Yes, yes. He's I in do, a lot I, of stuff. I, I do. I'm, I'm a big fan of Pacific Rim. That's what's funny is that He's I'm, I'm a huge fan of Pacific Rim. Didn't remember for and sure if like, he was in. Well, I knew it was. I'm like, it's him or some other Australian fucking guy. Is it? Right. I knew it was. I knew it wasn't British. one of the. Uh, uh, you know uh, what's his Thor brothers? No, it's not a Hemsworth. No, that kid's in the Maze Runner. I did. I, I'm, I'm I was watching this. Yeah. I was watching this with uh, with uh, Corey, and just kind of like his performance is terrible. Terrible. He's it's, never been good in anything ever. I, I don't know that. I do. I do know that I've heard of him before and seen him and stuff. That's all I already know. Sons about. of Anarchy. And I was in right? Sons of Sure. Not even in Undeclared, which is a show I was very fond of at the time. Wow. Oh, he's not like even the, he's the hot the dude. Hot dude. He does. He, he that's has, what he is in this. He has one of my favorite lines in that show, which is, is regrettable because I hate him so much. But he <laughs> he's like trying to convince uh, what's his name, the Jay Baruchel, the the nerdy main character kid, to like you know stick up for himself and yeah. like fight back stick against yourself, some, some bully. Dexter. Yeah, and he's like, "We're all animals, Stephen. We were all born to commit murder." <laughs> I always thought funny. that was funny. That show wow. was good. Remember in the pilot, he's trying to get with uh, with Car Buono or whoever it is, and and she's like, "Do you have any condoms?" And he goes, "I have eight condoms." Yeah. I thought that was hilarious. He, not, know, he knows exactly how many condoms it is because it's a full pack. That show was okay. Oh. That show, I always thought that show was okay. It yeah, it was it okay. didn't really do it for me. But but I'm watching this movie yeah, and uh, and just kind of like we're, we're making fun of the whole thing. And then I was like, well, Katie Holmes, I know her, and Zoe went on to better things and stuff like that. And I can see why this nothing happened with this guy at all. 100% he's not fucking true. terrible. And Corey goes, you mean Charlie Hunnam? And I was like, oh, that's Charlie Hunnam? <laughs> I've heard of that guy. Oh, my God. He was one of the sons You've of the You've literally seen movies with I, that guy. I've seen him in guy. movies and yeah. shit. He's in, he's in Pacific Rim, which I own. <laughs> Did you see the- <laughs> that's when the cord you came and, and stopped us Americans? I, I owed a copy of it too, and I I was like, he's in Pacific Rim, right? Own that movie? <laughs> I like it. I like it. It's, it's fine. Neat. I know you're. I, I know it's not great, but it's neat. He was also I one think, of the I think sons it's super of Anarchy. Fun. I love it. And he was uh, in the the King Arthur, the Guy Ritchie King Arthur movie. Did either of you see that? Nope, I did. <laughs> <laughs> that's Nor, a that's a hell of a thing. Nor wait, no, I. no, no. I saw the other King Arthur movie that came out a little bit earlier than that. With no, not Ki- the, with that, Kira Knightley. Robin Hood. Wait, is that oh. the Guy Ritchie one? Who did the mm, one? Guy Ritchie. No, Guy, Guy Ritchie, Ritchie did, did the more recent. No, I, that was Antoine Fuqua. Antoine was the, Fuqua. The, Cli- the Clive Owen Guy Ritchie one, yes. did the more Guy recent Ritchie one. Did and the then Charlie Guy Ritchie also did the Robin Hood. No, that's not Guy Ritchie. That's some other dude. Oh, right. I was totally Jesus. convinced it was Guy Ritchie, and then I watched it, and it was like directed by him. I'm like, that's not what Guy Ritchie is spelled like. Movies <laughs> suck. I hate movies. You know what Guy yeah, Ritchie movie don't is? Watch movies. You know what Guy Ritchie movie is good? Man from Man Uncle. Man from Uncle. Great movie. Solid. His best movie. All right. His only good movie, maybe. I like Snatch. Still? Parts of it. Okay. It's not, I mean, that's, I, like, no, that's fair, I whatever. really liked it when it came out, and now it's like, you know, 20 years later, and I'm like, yeah, this part's is good. Swept Away is pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but here, here's a here's a line, uh, this is, I think, a pretty good chunk of what Charlie Hunnam's character is like in this, and this is when he's directing a choir. Oh my God, you are supposed to be singing to God. Don't perform, create. 
Say, Muse, I hate you, but I hate you on my knees. I am the infantile center of the goddamn universe. Well, that's for sure. And, every, and everyone's just like, my God, oh this my man God. is brilliant. I, yeah, and if he, it's, don't, it's you love, those, don't you love it oh. when people like that are meant to be inspiring? Yeah. yeah. And you're just, I hate him immediately. I fucking hate Somebody it hit him so with a brick. It, it, it has multiple characters talking about what a fucking genius this I guy know. is, and I, wanted, I, I fucking wanted to break my TV. I know. It pisses me off if, so if that, fucking If that much. happened in, in real life, if you were in that room, everybody would just be like, I'm out. Fuck you, yeah. dude. <laughs> what? Go fuck yourself, I'd you like pretentious prick. It was like at the beginning of that like, episode so like, of put, Like someone pushes that guy down and he starts crying or something. <laughs> That's like the fucking movie I want to see. It was like I liked it. It was fuck. like at the beginning of The Stand where Nicholas Lee is giving everybody the speech about like, we put away a lot of bodies today and you know, it's cool if you don't want to do this anymore because it's really hard work. But if you can't hack it, you need to tell me now. Uh, because you know, I need to replace you with somebody else who can do it. And he's being totally cool about it. And like, he's like, "Okay, so show of hands, who's coming back tomorrow?" And everybody raises their hand except this girl in the front row. And I'm like, "That's me. I'm out. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to do this shit no more. <laughs> fuck this. You're giving me a way out. Fine." <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Oh, I get to leave this choir that I signed up for for some <laughs> yeah. reason. Good. Here's the part when it's like uh, in Great Muppet Caper. Where he's like, "This is going to be pretty dangerous. Somebody might even get killed." I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> he has to. Yeah, fuck it. <laughs> uh, there's a, a part, much be- a much better much movie. better movie with a much better plan. Oh my god! Seriously, yeah, all, yeah. That is the plan, and that isn't bad. That's a great movie. It's a, it's a great Muppet Caper. And, you they, might say. and they confuse bears and frogs the whole time. It's hilarious. Oh, oh no, that's not a, that's not a bears bear. wear bears hats. Because <laughs> they're supposed to be brothers. It's amazing. Yeah, classic. Great movie. Anyway, classic, classic suspense is killing us. Muppet digression. <laughs> you know how we do. Hey, if we ever end up being able, if we ever do a Muppet movie, it'll be that one. It'll be that one. And I like. I'm pretty fond of Muppets in space. Well, I, yeah, wow. Okay. Yeah. It's got a cam. It's got a Ray Liotta cameo, so we have to do it. <laughs> it stars. Josh, it stars them. It stars Josh no. Charles at the height of his sports sports night fame. Yeah. No, it's just it's like a standard issue Muppets movie cameo, <laughs> where like they needed a guy, a human, to play a security guard, and it's like, oh, Ray Liotta. Yeah. Get really, we can we can definitely get Ray Liotta. Good movie. Uh, anyway, what's uh, what happened? Oh, we, is, did we abandon? Did we abandon what we were talking about? Mm. Yeah, let's just. I'll do this one last part, and then we can abandon this. There more there's quotes. Not much more to talk any, about. There's some funny line. Like Zoe Deschanel actually has some funny dialogue, but it's like all irrelevant. Well, there's the part where she irrelevant. like t- explains to some cat callers about Katie Holmes' butt. This Useful is what, this too. is her talking. I'm, I'm going to post this uh, online. This is at the very beginning. And they're walking down the street, Zoe Deschanel, who looks like a pile of puke, and of course the most <laughs> gorgeous person in the world, Katie Holmes. I mean, who would ever look at Zoe Deschanel compared to that? And uh, and they're staring at Katie Holmes' butt, and then jo- and Zoe Deschanel turns around to the to the dude staring, and goes, "A fine fantasy object, but useful too." And she is pointing at the butt, <laughs> and she goes, "Sitting, shitting, insulation in the winter months." And then uh, Katie Holmes is like, "Come on, stop it, let's go." <laughs> Uh, so she's the one that of the only dead characters. on Katie Holmes, by the way. <laughs> Come stop on, it, stop it, God, uh, God, stop it. Yeah. Don't, I'll kill you. I'll uh, kill you. And then, so this is the part where this is you know it, it's this movie was written. <laughs> the guy who wrote it wants you to know that he was writing. I'm writing Academy Award winning writing. Academy Award winning writing. It's a terrible and director terrible of Doolittle before he was fired. Guys all over the place. I don't like traffic as much as some people, but it's pretty good. Yeah. It's sturdy compared to this. Yeah. I mean, we talked crazy. about it on well, our I mean, Patreon. It, it, we talked about it on the Patreon. It did have yeah, a director. Yeah, yeah. that's, that's yeah. true. This movie also felt like, like, kind of like, uh, at times I was like, this is kind of Soderbergh-y. You think? But like Soderbergh would do... I was like, would have shot. I was like, Soderbergh, Soderbergh I was like, this, I would say this would be a three... For me, this would be like a three Judd, 
Soderbergh movie. Uh-huh. If Soderbergh had directed it, it's like, not his best thing, but you know what? He showed up, and he knew what he was going to do, and yeah. he did the thing, and instead it is this. <laughs> well, I mean, Soderbergh did Side Effects, which is kind of a little bit like this in yeah, some ways, and side, that's, that's, a, that's a fun movie. Side, yeah, exactly. That Side Effects is totally a three-star yeah. like uh, Soderbergh joint. Uh, but this is a scene where uh, what turns out to be fantasy. Um, it, you, you, you only you, you realize at the end that you've only seen Hunnam and her by themselves, and nobody right. ever else has ever seen him. And then we find out why. And uh, and this is just him, like just he just confronts her in this like burned out house that I guess they used to fuck in or something like that. Right. Uh, it's a weird campus. And he just says, and he just says stuff like this, like the pea brain says she needs saving, and the pea brain says I can save her. And then he's, and then she, she asked, like, what did you do to Harrison? The because uh, for a while, or you're supposed to think that she thinks that this guy killed Harrison. And he goes, evisceration, vivisection, drawn and quartered. And she goes, you arrogant, preening bore. This is real stuff yeah. that was written in, and then said in a movie. And then he's describing her, and like uh, apparently the reason that she killed him with a brick at the end was because he, he thought she was basic. Yeah. And she's, he calls her passionless, desiccated, smug. And you're like, you fucking called someone smug? Yeah, right. <laughs> the guy who's talking to the muse and shit. Like I mean, that? is is that is, is all of this? Is that what we're supposed to be getting from this? Is like, I don't know. What's our responsibility to this to this woman? I tried She's to bone. I don't know, it's, I don't it, know it, man. This movie feels like a revenge for like a a guy feeling like he was slighted or something like that. I'm gonna write a screenplay yeah. based on this ex girlfriend who was crazy, even though that that dude was probably the bad yeah, guy maybe. in the situation. Maybe that's why Stephen Gagan smoked bitch. all that crack because the girl maybe. dumped him one time. It this, this it is one of those quintessential screenplays that I th- is like this is actually telling me something about the writer, but not what he thinks. Yeah. Well, let's uh, not shame a man for being an addict. That's not fair. That's not what I'm talking no, about. No, I'm talking I, more I, about I just, his attitude towards just, women. I'm just adjusting my own con- comments oh, there. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, it, it's more. It's more like the, yeah. this let's movie shame. Comes let's shame him for being a misogynist prick that's, instead. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. I don't feel like this movie has much to do with addiction at all. No, not at all. I was, yeah. He he does in real life. You know, he was a yeah. Yeah. That's and what maybe, maybe is we'll about. be yeah. again. <laughs> you know, we don't know. We don't know. Uh, that dialogue reminds I, I was watching it with Sophie, and I was like, going, I was like, you can write this shit, George, but you sure can't say it. Yeah, right. That That's was amazing. That. She was like, well, arrogant like, preening bore, Kevin. I was just like, fucking. Yeah, it was. I don't know if it was that scene. It might have been one of the scenes between her and Benjamin Bratt because we were talking about how like Benjamin well, Bratt, a non-entity. In we were this just talking movie. about how like <sighs> like there are parts where like you can kind of see these actors like like. Tr- try. trying you know yeah. and it's just like this is well it's not gonna work because Should've you got have andy to, garcia you have to say this dialogue <laughs> andy maybe garcia andy garcia would have brought a weird energy to it <laughs> biting his knuckles the whole time the few people you can get that might be less shitty than andy when garcia he said, when, he, when he calls her smug in that thing you're like well fuck you but when he calls her passionless you're like well yeah i've been watching this movie just certainly, <laughs> there is zero certainly passionless there is zero passion in it like there's a whole there's a whole romance between her and benjamin bratt that just happens right I was because it's in the script and you're like, I get, yeah. but passionless is a great description for that. Here's yeah. here's my pictures of me building a log cabin. Here's me <laughs> breaking the wood to put in the log. That's great. Oh, wow. Yeah, it is great. I built wow. a log cabin. I love you. Also, like, <laughs> all right, the uh, the only the only man we see her reject, and well, I guess the therapist too. But like, it's the stupid insult on the therapist. It's oh, like she's not having a bit of that Harrison dude. Yeah, it just sort of seems like also she's undiscerning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was trying to see like which which one that, that Stephen or the screenwriter thought that maybe he he was putting himself. I think in the he position thinks he's of, Charlie Hunnam. Uh, yeah, does he think he's Hunnam or does he think he's Harrison? And maybe in the end he's thinking he's Harrison mm, because yeah. Harrison is at least lives. or he's Benjamin Bratt or he's Benjamin. <laughs> 
Oh, well, yeah, former addict and most boring person in the world. I don't know. Let's let's wrap this up. Yeah, let's do. Let's. There's not much more to say. We really picked the bones clean. Yeah. Let's, a, let's, let's, a, let's abandon this. Let's abandon it. Mm. Uh, ratings. Uh, one and a half wow. Judds because I'm as, as terrible and boring as it is, I'm fascinated by just what the hell he was thinking. Uh-huh. Uh, one and a half Douglases for its sort of vague crappy sex scenes and all of its like in- intimidation of women and like shitty men. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and uh, and it's anti-feminism. And uh, oh boy, ten out of ten. <laughs> Jesus, <I know>. it's <laughs> hard. To, it's hard to pick a thing from a movie that doesn't have anything in it. Ten out of ten. Useful Katie Holmes' butts. Damn it! Uh, we all wanted to do some that's variation. Seems, that's on like that. the only thing in the movie. Okay, uh, well now you go. Uh, uh, one, yeah, one and a half. I I could have hated it more, but it is. Yeah. It is it, the, the the way this movie is is that. For the vast majority of the time watching this, I was thinking we're going to have to pick a different movie. This is not a thriller. Mm-hmm. We can't we can't do a movie that's just not a thriller. We were wrong. We thought this was a thriller, mm-hmm. and it's not. That's happened. Before. And then at the end of the movie, you're like, oh, it was. Yep. <laughs> it was. It just was really boring. Yep. Oh my god. I, it I, is absolutely one of the I movies would, that we do. I will admit to knowing that in advance and inflicting this on us on purpose. Uh, well, you know. Yeah, I knew I knew Matt had seen it, so <sighs> yeah. I knew that it worked. I was gonna. Yeah work for us but it just saves it all for the very end um yeah i'll give it one i mean there is a mystery throughout where they're investigating the disappearance of this guy whether you could call it a thriller (laughs) even when it's a thriller at the end it's not thrilling there's like one (laughs) half-assed scene where it's in the library and someone's like maybe stalking her and it's like maybe on a scale and just even attempted thrills it's like three on a scale of one to ten or something like it's a little it was a little exciting i don't know but it's just, it, I don't know, it's just very boring. Yeah. Um, but with, like, interestingly terrible stuff, anytime Hunnam opens his mouth, you can mm. roll your eyes in a violent way. It starts uh, to hurt after a while. Yeah, one and a half Douglases, just for the image of Zoe Deschanel pointing at Katie Holmes's butt and talking about how it shits. You know, this butt shits. Wild. Guys on the street, <laughs> this butt's good for shitting. I needed to tell whoa, you that. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> You're telling me this butt shits? Wowie zowie. It does everything. It slices, it dices. <laughs> it's a floor wax and a dessert <laughs> topping. Uh, and I'm going to give it uh, two <laughs> handsome corpses at the bottom. Ah, of God a, damn it. That's what I was going to do. <laughs> oh, a crazy gothic chamber in the basement of a fuck college all right now well now i have to think of what else happens in this movie uh i did hate this movie more than you guys so i'm Ooh. giving it one but i'm going i'm only yeah. I'm, I'm not giving it i'm not giving it half a judd because it didn't irritate me mm-hmm. it wasn't annoying like suicide kings mm. it was just it just sucked it just doesn't it just sucks. I, all this stuff you're saying about it is true, and it, right. but it's not even fascinating to me what he was thinking. What he was thinking was like, this is some bullshit some fucking pretentious dip, dickhead wrote when he was in college. Then he had the clout to, 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 get it made. to get it made later after he wrote something better, and he should have never made it because it fucking sucked when he wrote it, and it sucks now. It's an uh, incredible downgrade to go from tra- yeah. this hyper, this prestigious, yeah, and star-studded I, traffic to this. I don't think Katie traffic Holmes. is perfect, but traffic is a movie. Right. Traffic has exciting scenes in it. Traffic has fucking scenes in and it. it was, this movie and, has and nothing. Just at the time, it was fucking huge. Yeah, yeah this, this box is, office su- success that won uh, best multiple picture, Oscars. Didn't it? No, it got nominated. It was nominated. He won for best director. That's right. Yeah, uh, like amazing. Uh, 
so yeah, so that was kind of like so it's not it's not even in, in, like wh- that kind of thing where it's like what was he thinking? It's like I don't care what this guy's thinking ever. <laughs> I don't even. I care. don't even. I don't want to. I don't give a shit what that guy's thinking. Uh, who who cares? Who gives a shit? Yeah. This guy. Hey, you want to hear my? No, no, no. I don't care what you're thinking. If this is what you're thinking, you want to hear why, my, my? I had to spend about- an hour and a half <laughs> trying to figure out what this guy was thinking, and it's that like uh, I went to college once. You're gonna want to hear thinking. what I have to say about college and clingy bitches. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah, and I guess she's clingy and she's gonna murder this guy now. To once she gets him down to her murder hole. <laughs> uh, before you, before you uh, break up with me, I want you to see my Jesus murder Christ. hole. I give it. I guess like one and a half uh, Douglases because it is like the Hunnam stuff is kind of like where he his ghost is attacking her or whatever. <laughs> you know, where that's just alone and she's being attacked by his his her memory of him or something yeah, to 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 fool the audience into thinking he's still alive. Yeah. Uh, so that doesn't happen, but you know, and then. Uh, fine. Well, I can't, I literally can't think of another thing that happens in this movie. Don't tell me. Don't tell me. This uh, is a challenge. It we really took the is. Two things. There was a two. Those were the two things. Like, oh, Katie Holmes' butt, and uh, you know what? I'm gonna give I've it got one, one. I'm gonna give it one. Uh, I'll, I'm, I'm just gonna go with one. Uh, Melanie Linsky. Oh, okay. I was gonna because it was because I was because she was a bright spot in a dark fucking I was, <laughs> a dark fucking thing. I was gonna movie. suggest ten out of ten prospective eye bankers. Oh, oh wow! The I didn't bank. even I didn't even catch the eye bank thing until you mentioned it on the on the podcast. What's funny? Though. What's funny? I was is like I was like eye banking. Like that's so stupid. And I'm like I, I, that movie was so hard for me to to like pay attention to. <laughs> what I like eye is banking. there's there's one of her like sort of cohort of little buddies, and there's like the the guy who vaguely looks like Bill Hader. Who's is it like Gabrielle Union is one of her. Uh, I don't remember Gabrielle Union. That's right. Who's yeah, like, like, who's like, like Gabrielle Union? There and she's like I'm I'm going to be a doctor or something, and that's Goodbye. like her. That's her whole part. Yeah. <laughs> but like at one point they're all sitting around and like the the guy who looks vaguely like Bill Hader is going like you guys are gonna be all eye bankers he says it really derisively oh yeah like, eye bankers oh that's a funny part too because he says you guys are gonna sell out yeah and you're like sell out oh, what I, I recognize well, that guy from other stuff from this period oh is it yeah. that's how I know this is 2002 because I f- remember that guy from other things but I can't remember his funny name he does look he does like look like Bill Hader but he's like a Bill Hader but isn't funny but isn't funny at all <laughs> that guy died yeah. that's why I haven't seen <laughs> well him. Bill Bill he Hader got, consumed he, his soul he got hit in the head with a brick and he's at the bottom of a <laughs> Indoor lake. I also, I did think it was. I th- I did think it was funny when she killed. I was like good when she killed uh, Charlie Hunnam. Like he yeah. he is clearly like doesn't deserve. I mean he's but he doesn't deserve to be murdered. He didn't do anything to her except be like like be, a, be, huge be dick. a dick to her. Uh, so he probably doesn't deserve murder. But I was like this guy. It's good written. Good yeah. riddance to this. The more people like him, we can kill off. Right. The better off we'll all be. <laughs> and you hide, hide their bodies Just wherever. A, a culling. Like the Benjamin Bratt one, I felt a little. I was like, eh, he was kind of nice, and he he in his mind he was like, I like this girl, and oh, whoops, I found out that, that she might be crazy, and uh, yeah, now, well, no, he was and like, now he's dead. I wanted to bone her because she was hot, but then I found out I don't care about her. <laughs> it was like amazing. He still cared about her. At I, heard the end. I heard her butt was good for sitting. I'm just shitting. saying. <laughs> I'm saying at the end, he's at the end. I felt like he was still maybe with her. He was like, he right, was like, okay. gonna, he's like, we can get you help. You know, that's his last. Oh, I line. thought you were talking about. Charlie Hunnam. Oh no! No, no, Benjamin no! Brad. Benjamin Bratt. Benjamin okay. Bratt at the end is like, we can get you help. At the end, he still is like, I'm. You know what? Yeah. I, I, th- I still think maybe I can. We can. And then she, she's like, no, and kills him. Yep. And whereas when Charlie Hunnam got killed, he's like, you're smug. And then you're like, well, kill this guy. Right. You have Please. no grace. Yeah, I'm not real. I'm not real concerned about what's going to happen to the guy who's right. dipping his pen in the company <laughs> ink at the end either. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Like, okay, good. Well, she's going to kill that guy. Uh oh. Yeah. Good. Yeah. I think. Fine. I mean, I, I, are we supposed to be? 
because I was gl- I was kind of like it made me the ending kind of made yeah, me I was, smile. A, I was kind of cu- I was kind of like, curious of like, am I supposed to be like, well, let her kill these guys? Right? Was well, it supposed <laughs> to be? She's doing a good job. Yeah. Is that she's supposed doing to be the a Lord's gag work. at the end where it's like, uh oh, this is her whole life, or are we supposed to be like, oh no, not again? Yeah. And, and the dude, yeah, the dude she's gonna kill at the end is some fucking corporate banker. Right. You're like, I mean, all right, I think corporate eye banker. I think, I think yeah, maybe the, the idea is that it's like you know this is this is what this is what terrible this is what terrible men deserve, right? But also, and the tragedy is that Benjamin Bratt was not one, right? Allegedly, but uh, but also, I mean, you didn't really convey that uh, very effectively. No, right? <laughs> not at all. Yeah. All right, let's wrap this up. Let's oh, move on. Let's, let's move abandon on. that. Let's let's move on to uh, the movie that I think is the most successful, relatively, of the three that we're going to talk <laughs> I'd about. Say, and today. it's terrible. I think this <laughs> it's is quite the, bad. I think it's the least successful because it takes place in in the in an alternate universe. You live in a where, Twilight world where logic where logic is a different. Well, uh, but uh, that's true. But that's why I thought it was so much fun. I, yeah, I, I I also didn't think this movie was fun. I I just found it annoying, but also like I liked it. I definitely liked certainly yeah. liked it more than a band. It wasn't boring. I, I found this in amusing just, like amusingly bonkers. Also also off the top, I'm gonna say this is a fucking ghost movie. Yeah, well, I didn't re- I didn't know that there thing. was ghosts. This in is it. supernatural shit. Yeah, there's li- there's li- legit gliz- probably there's legit ghosts. No, no, there's ghosts. No, there's legit the ghosts. There are legit the ghosts. One hundred percent. Yeah, and I'm gonna spoil it for you. The ghost everyone. is the killer. The oh, ghost before the, before you spoil okay. anything, it's called Gothica. It's called right. Gothica. Have a brilliant mind. <gasps> All that education, but you can't remember an umbrella. Sorry, I was just gonna spoil because because what I had to actually read because I had to look up the plot on Wikipedia because I watched the movie apparently missed a few parts and was like wait so did did she do it uh huh and then I was like Ugh. no oh she did but she was possessed she by was the possessed ghost by of the, the ghost. other girl yes and it's so it's so it's, so it's a legit ghost movie uh, well that I mean we'll get it's into fine that. because we live it, the movie takes place in a fantasy world <laughs> we'll get it, we'll it get does. into that that was a whole yeah. so that so, was our whole text thread last night. <laughs> <laughs> this movie was very amusing for me to watch, um, and Molly and I watched this together, and she loved it because it's like all about mental illness and stuff like that. So That's she, true. She she really enjoys seeing uh, her her profession depicted as accurately as poorly as possible. Accurately depicted. Yeah, well, I mean, we were just like laughing our asses off watching this because it's just, it's a nightmare of professional uh, impropriety. Is there yeah. um is there another actor actress that is like. That is is as famous as Halle Berry. That is not as, 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 as not as good. Like, as like yeah, as like disinteresting as Halle Berry. Like Katie as, Holmes. <laughs> no, I don't think Katie Halle Holmes Berry's is as more famous, famous as Halle. As Katie Halle Holmes Halle Berry. is Halle Berry. Not as won, famous as an actor. Halle Berry, Halle won, Berry an won an Academy Award. Yeah, you're right. I'm just saying, Halle, I'm, Halle Berry is an actor. That, and I remember liking her in Monsters Ball. I'll probably sure. never watch that again. But yeah, like, you really I, you don't want to do that. But I mean, I at the time I remember watching, going like, oh yeah, okay, whatever. You know this this kind of movie, and she was good, and she won an Oscar, and I was like, okay, sure, whatever. But like. She's like she's so she's not she's like just sort of there. 
Oh, she's, like she's she's not, there's nothing interesting about her at all. She sucks in this she's one, She's especially too. bad in this. I yeah. think, I think no, she's, she's bad in this, but ha- I watched it after watching Abandon, and so I, did not, I didn't think that she was boring, per se, is the thing. She, it is a bad performance, but like Katie Holmes's performance, you can't like actually she's keep your sleep. eyes on. Yeah. You're just nodding off. Right. And in this one, you're like, man, that lady is bad in this. But all I'd, right. Sure. I would say, though, that like also Abandon is like is like an independent production, more or less, you know, like yeah. kind of like mid, mid-level this is a big, production. This is a big studio movie. movie. This is... This is, Halle Berry is like a star, and I just don't get it. Right. Like she's like she, and she's not. She's just generally not good at acting, and she's it's she's like not she, a good but actor. She's a star of the movie, and the center of your movie is like someone. I'm just like I can't. I just don't care. <laughs> I just don't care at well, all. I mean, Did we do another one with her? Perfect, Perfect stranger. stranger, right? <laughs> well, yeah, and it was the same thing where it was like. She's not. It's not like Look, a charisma. Man, if you win an Oscar, like a charisma for a few vacuum, years, you get cast in whatever they want to yeah, cast yeah. you in. I yeah. mean, it's like you yeah. know, it's not like she's sucking the air out of the room or anything. It's just I watched the whole movie and go like, I just. I think she's. Oh, she's it's, it's a real. It's a real her. She's energy bad for, in this. For, I feel she's like. bad in this, but that's just like it's a non-issue. The movie around anybody would overwhelm them because no, no. it's. I was. It was more of a more of a general question of like if we could think of because I, oh. I was I was I mean, trying how to think about of Penelope another... Cruz who's only good in Almodovar movies and that's it. <laughs> yeah, but she's good in but she's good in a handful of those. Oh, I yeah. can't name three movies that Halle Berry's good in. <laughs> what? Die Another Day, Swordfish. <laughs> you know she's not terrible in Swordfish. <laughs> Nobody can survive that movie unscathed. Like it's no one's fault. You I know what I mean? I love it too, but I mean, let's be anyway, let's be so clear about what to, we're talking I about. Want to get us, I don't want to get us off track where Matt's descri- describing what he loves or hates about swordfish. Uh, but I'm going to describe what I love it was, about this movie. It was more like it was more just like like I don't what, know that what this a career Halle Berry. I don't know that this movie would be better, but uh, I think that Halle Berry is like is like generally pretty boring, and yeah. she's she does the crazy stuff. Is she good in but, things we lost in the fire? Haven't probably seen that. Prob- not. Probably <laughs> not. <laughs> I don't know. So this movie He's not good in the X Men movies for sure. Oh boy! Oh my! What happens to a toad when it's struck by lightning? <laughs> the same <laughs> thing that happens to everything else. She reads the. the and then she did an accent, and then she was like, didn't do an accent. Yeah. Yeah. Fun. Fun. So fun times. Gothica. Yeah. Was uh was uh after it would have been the same year as um or the year after Die Another Day. So this is like a follow up Oscar movie because she like did Die Another Day right after she won her Oscar. Directed by uh, Amelie's boyfriend. Amelie's boyfriend and Amelie's director. Oh, director the guy, of the, the guy who directed Amelie and Lahane, Matthew Cassavetes. He did not direct Amelie. Who, who did? Jump. Oh. He's in Amelie. Oh, God, fuck. Another director I can't stand. No wonder yeah. I forgot that. You forgot that Janae directed Amelie? Yeah. Oh, fuck like his most no. famous movie. The, does Are you a so. hater too? I can't stand Janae. I think he's never made anything good. I, I just, savor this solidarity while I can. I don't. I yeah. The fi- whatever. But like, you forgot he directed it. Yeah, Come I on. did. I thought Matthew Cassavetes directed. No, it. Matthew Cassavetes. Seriously, I did. Matthew Cassavetes <laughs> directed uh, Lahane, which is good. He also is the bomb maker in Munich. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. yeah he's he's more he's more. Uh, he's more known for no, making no, shitty no. thrillers. Well, he's more known as an actor. Yeah. Though than he is as he a, directed Crimson Rivers. Crimson Rivers. And stuff. Yeah. Babylon A.D. He directed Ooh. a few like uh, American Ab- movies yeah, that are funny. Babylon A.D. His wow. his filmography his directing filmography is is weird. <laughs> I can't believe I I can't that's the I, I hate him so much that's why I totally wiped him out of my memory. Um. That's anyway, not, sorry, it just makes me laugh. Okay. I know. The I know. guy who watches everything. I watch everything. Forgot, I forgot, forgot this. That. I spent the entire movie going like this guy directed Amelie. Yeah, we do you have could, a director section. At you Scare could Tone. like you could like list off. You could list the whole, all of the movies Simon West directed. I bet. I know. I just watched the new one the Why? other day. 
Because it was, it's a he. He's <laughs> just, been, he's been exiled to China. It was called Skyfire. It was an exploding uh, volcano movie in oh, China. I gotta, you gotta get me a copy of that. Anyway, I can do that. Yeah. Anyway, uh, anyway, Matthew Kasovitz, who did, who did not, not direct, direct Amelie, yeah. he did direct did this direct movie. Gothica. He did direct Gothica, and boy, does he and it was, direct it was written it a lot. by Sebastian Ooh. Gutierrez, who is like Carlo Gugino's husband, who's been putting her in a lot of his projects, and he okay. did that show Jet that we really liked. Oh, that was um, Jet is fucking awesome. Yeah, it's good. Wow, Jet, like anime, the same guy wrote Jet wrote. This? I mean, he's written a bunch of weird stuff. No, it's Did just he that Voltra Lux movie or whatever it is? Yes. Yeah. Oh. All right. Um, That's a okay. poll. I think I Wait, s- said the one? name wrong. Vox something. Lux? Vox. No. No, vo- not something Vox Lux. Lux. This She's is a porn ultra, star. Ultra Vox. Ultra. Yeah. Well, maybe. I don't know what that is. Uh, you're, you're, you're thinking of the Natalie Portman movie. That's I'm, a different I don't thing. Know, I don't know what Ultra Vox is then. <laughs> a- anyway. <laughs> do- doesn't doesn't know what Ultra Vox is. People Thinks you can give me a hard time about your name. I'll give you, I'm gonna give you a fucking hard time about Janae, a famous, a famous a filmmaker, famous garbage his, filmmaker, a famous filmmaker in his most famous movie, his worst movie. I'm just saying, <laughs> absolute shit. I'm just saying. We got, we got to get into God. Okay, okay. I just, so, ha- I just want to make fun of Matt one can, more time. You can. Well, you have plenty of opportunities yeah. because I'm gonna get into this one. <laughs> I'm just kidding. So like I'm done. So Halle Berry is a, a therapist, a psychiatrist who works in a in a mental hospital that is inexplicably attached to a maximum security prison. Yes, purportedly in modern times, although this is like a but it's a mental hospital from, yeah, from like at best Victorian times. I mean, I was, except except it's it's a, it's a medieval dungeon that has like state of the art like computerized doors and shit in it too. Yeah. But the rest of the place is like this gothic miserable castle. Oof, and um. <laughs> And her boss and husband is Charles S. Dutton. That's right. She has a colleague who is a little smug piece of shit, played by inexplicably Robert Downey Jr., who never plays smug pieces of shit. <laughs> not that's once. Not his, that's not his. Not and, once. And I will also point out, since we were talking about Halle Berry being bad in this, Robert Downey Jr. is bad in this. Well, and I'm gonna, that's a lot more. I'm that's a lot more rare. Take a step into the fun zone and say that Robert Downey Jr. is almost always bad, <laughs> oh. especially since he got sober. In the fun I zone. I love this take. I uh, like it in I, a lot I of am, stuff during I, that period. I, I liked him as Iron Man when Iron Man started. Yes. I, I'm so sick of it now. Oh, sure. I, I'm, oh, yeah. Oh, my God. It, oh, it, you weren't... You weren't. Uh, you, got, you, uh, you didn't have rivers of tears? At no, the end I was of glad he was dead. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you, yeah. you stood up and said, good riddance. Good riddance to batter others. I love him in Zodiac. Zodiac is Zodiac, great. good night yep. and good luck. Yeah. Kiss, kiss, bang, bang. Kiss, kiss, bang, bang. Yep. That's like a lot of stuff. Road to recovery, but then once he got rich and sober... Yeah. He was sober at this time. But That's, but I just rich. mean like you know yeah when oh. he was still oh, trying to get his career post, back post Iron yeah, Man when he had when he stopped trying couldn't agree more yeah yeah but, totally agree. but this but like this period after sobriety and before Iron Man has actually got a lot of like fun it's got some fun stuff, stuff. But it also is, has Gothica is, he's <laughs> bad in this and Gothica and he is very bad in this um and and also yeah and then so she but also a, has he's a, a glorified red herring in the movie too absolutely yes, he is. yeah she also has a, a sort of star patient Penelope Cruz slumming it. Penelope. Penelope. No, no, no. What's her name in this? Damn it. Penelope Cruz, like, but like thrown, but like slumming it, but like, but like Doing throwing it, herself into it. Yeah, one hundred percent. Like going, like going nuts. Easily the best performance just, just, in the movie. Just acting real, real in capital all caps crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then at the end, she's not. <laughs> right. Yeah, right. She's fine at the end. Oh man, the ending of this movie is great. So, and and Penelope Cruz has a, a history of of sexual assault, and she is she's claiming that the sexual assaults are continuing even while she's incarcerated in the nightmare ward. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, so one night 
Halle Berry goes after work, goes to swim in the Olympic level pool that this maximum security <laughs> mental hospital has for some reason. While strobe lights go off. While strobe lights go off, yeah. <laughs> and then on her way home from a nice swim, she uh, she sees a ghost in the road, drives off the road, wakes up, now is a prisoner in the mental hospital because allegedly she went home after she blacked out and murdered her husband with an axe. We, as we find out throughout the movie, brutally murdered her. Like brutally chopped, murdered him with an axe. Chopped him into pieces. Into little bitty, little itty bitty pieces <laughs> as he begged for his life. So, initially, this movie kind of presents as like, so obviously one of the other doctors or somebody, or probably right. her husband is like gaslighting her and yep. they faked his death or whatever. And, uh, you know, the ghosts that she's seeing are, they've dr- they're drugging her or something like that. Yeah. My fa- one of my favorite early scenes in this is when John Carroll Lynch, Zodiac, uh, Marge Gunderson's husband, uh, <laughs> clearly the bad guy, clearly, clearly the bad guy, <laughs> but who jumps into the lava in Volcano. It's either yeah. it's either him or Robert Downey Jr. Right. And so it's like and you're waiting for her to find out that Charles S. Dutton isn't really dead. Right. 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 Which actually isn't what happens. But no, still. no, no, no. Give him that. <laughs> but but, but yeah. he was chopped up pretty good. That's that's the movie that I thought I was watching. Like, and I love the part where John Carroll Lynch is the he's the town sheriff, and he's also like a family friend. Like, it's clear that they're friends with each other. She has an encounter with him earlier in the movie where they're being friendly. It's like hi, Bob, or whatever. Yeah, and and he's just like, why did you kill him? You why you have to give me the answers? And it's like, <laughs> you're a policeman. You can't do this. <laughs> Her lawyer is here. Like, stop. Yeah, yeah he's right here. <laughs> and. This is amazing. Like, and Halle Berry is incarcerated, and she's like, she's a psycho, a psychiatrist. You would think that she would know that the best way to get people to believe that you're not a lunatic, a violent, dangerous lunatic, is to stop acting like one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, in she's guilty of this too. Like, none of the doctors who you see interact with multiple patients have any rapport or empathy with them whatsoever. (laughs) It's just like this bitch is crazy. Put her on Haldol, throw her in the hole. That's <laughs> yeah. their that is their therapeutic modus operandi at this at this facility. Yeah, it, it, it it's it's worth reminding people constantly too that this facility is like is like a gothic. Yeah. Real, like when when they have the shower scene, the inexplicable. The they have group is, unsupervised group showers. It's, it's not insane. only unsupervised group shower, which is like like well, maybe it's not, like it's like it's the beginning in, of Blade. It's or in, yeah, it's, it's in like, like a right fucking middle. It's in like a fucking gothic castle, <laughs> like like a vomitorium. The room, the it's room like is fucking, the size of a ba- of like a basketball stadium. Yeah. It's lit. It's like low lit in this like gray. And yeah, you turn the like, lights out. You're like, that's not. I don't think yeah, that's whole, what a shower room looks like. This, like. this cold stone the- gray blue. <laughs> Make them all crowd together right in the middle. It certainly lives up to its name. Yeah, it 100%. is very good. And, nur- and then the nurse when she's like shoving Halle Berry into the <laughs> no, shower. It's goes, totally like it's like Schindler's List. She says, "Wash your sins clean." Or something. Then there's all these like naked, like naked. Cowering women. crazy women going, oh, I'm like, ah, yeah, and they're all they're all just being crazy, and you're like, I don't think that this is how this works. My favorite, my favorite <laughs> example of, I uh, hope it isn't. My favorite example of the architecture in this particular place is before she gets uh made a prisoner. There's a scene where she's walking down a hallway, and she sees like one of the other duty nurses, and they have like a few exchange of pleasantries, and uh, and she goes, Halle Berry goes through a door on the side of the frame, and the camera does like one of those Coppola things where it moves across the set, you know? Yeah, yeah. And it, she, so she's in a hallway, goes into a door, and enters a parallel hallway that's just separated from the other hallway by a wall with doors. <laughs> two hallways, two parallel and then, hallways. And then, and then she goes into her office from that hallway. Oh, sure. And I was just like, what is what is this? Is this a security hallway? What is it? It's a puzzle factory. <laughs> it was so weird. <laughs> 
Because I like I noticed this ostentatious camera move, and I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute. She was just in. It's just another hallway. We yeah, are dedicated at this place to making our patients even crazier <laughs> right. after they've been here for even a day. If they escape, it will merely drive them crazy. <laughs> this this movie is is like ostentatious directing. Oh, yeah, just ostentatiously directed, highly stylized, all, all over the place. It's it's every every time the camera every time the camera can move, it will. It it's will. like gonna do a thing. Yeah, and it's all unnecessary. The, all the filters all the time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it all looks blue and it's, gray yeah, and all that sort of stuff. Bizarre. Oh, we forgot to mention Bernard Rose <laughs> is also like the head of the hospital. He's the oh the, uh, the Titanic, the, the King of Rohan, king of Rohan the Rohan. captain of the Titanic. Yeah, right. So he, the the man the man has surveyed a lot of ships that have gone down. Let's just say <laughs> sure. his know? daughter his daughter was killed and his yes his daughter is the one who Halle Berry sees on the, that's the on ghost the, on the road right that's the ghost. Who she died Miranda? By her, own hand. her name's Miranda. That's the Miranda. ghost who who is she's who, a real Miranda who possesses her to axe murder her husband. So yeah, so what? So what? It, so it turns out she's through, not crazy. She's possessed. Throughout all of this, it the 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 the, the, the sort of the climax, the reveal of what's going on, it's absolutely fucking amazing. Now, this is the sort of shit that I love in these movies that we do. So yeah. it turns out that Halle Berry's husband, Charles S. Dutton, and uh, uh, the Zodiac Killer, mm-hmm. John Carroll, John Carroll Lynch. Lynch, were in cahoots. They were partner serial killers that were drugging and kidnapping women from the insane asylum, mm-hmm. taking them to their sex dungeon and making snuff movies out of it. And also, John Carroll Lynch is the guy who's been sneaking into Penelope Cruz's cell and, right. and assaulting her. At the her. beginning yeah. of the movie, she talks about how she was raped by the devil. The devil, yeah. And, it's, and it turns out it's and him. And she sees his tattoo. It's right. A, the Anamasola tattoo. Anima yeah. And this is definitely one of the... And th- their excuses, of course, is that Penelope Cruz is crazy, but then it turns out maybe she's not as crazy. But this, this would have been very helpful if instead of going, the devil raped me, Penelope Cruz maybe said, it was John Carroll Lynch, the, you know, the sheriff, he raped me. <laughs> And then, right. and then maybe we can do something. Yeah, that might have been helpful. That maybe, maybe be less elliptical and <laughs> metaphorical when you're trying to describe the crimes that have been done. But I mean, nobody Shorter like every too. time like Halle Berry will go and talk to a colleague, and she'll go like, you know, Penelope Cruz is constantly telling me that she's still <clears throat> being assaulted. You know, I just that can't be true, but she believes it so fervently, and all of these other doctors are like, she's fucking crazy. She's fucking crazy. Well, you know, they I basically mean, talk like that in she's this crazy. place, too. She's, she's in here for a reason. Yeah, she's, she's, she's bonkers. She belongs in the loony bin. Oh, oh, oh The good. snake bin. You know, the booby <laughs> hatch. <laughs> <laughs> the freak wharf. So yeah, so she so the, the two the two men are, are in cahoots. They're they're abducting and, and making snuff movies and killing these girls. Bernard Rose's daughter, Miranda, was one of their victims. She possessed Halle Berry and during such t- during said time forced her to kill Charles S. Dutton. So Halle Berry really did chop up her husband yes. with an axe. There's a whole section where Halle Berry escapes from the uh, actually a hilarious scene where Halle Berry escapes from the She uh, escapes uh, twice. That, that escape but she escapes from the and the guard who likes her like goes like take my car, which I think is funny. Yeah. Uh, Sophie and I were talking about this because I love uh, that. Sophie's like I couldn't because her old car, she has a new car that has the like boop boop uh-huh. and she's like, "Yeah, my old car, I couldn't I wouldn't be able to do that." Because her old car didn't have the boop boop. I'm like, yeah, my boop boop doesn't work on my car, so I wouldn't be able to do that. I go take my car, and then she'd have to come back and be like, which car is it? Because <laughs> you have to unlock it with the key. Like you can't do the boot. She couldn't just walk and do the boop boop. Uh, she, she has it. to crawl up to him too. Yeah. Like, uh, uh, which which uh, car is it? Oh, sorry. Yeah, the boop boop doesn't work. So you have to actually. It's the red one. It's it, you'll know. It, it's got Alf stickers all over. It. The, it, anyway. It's really funny too because the guard because <laughs> the guard is kind of like a fat old guy. So you get you, you, you don't, they don't have to say much. But apparently Halle Berry just using his first name around yeah. him was like, you can have my car. Right. Just, you do what I'll do 
whatever you want. You called me by my first name. I think name. she li- he likes he's like yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. friendly. You know, and he's like, I don't think you are crazy. Even I think she's, she's crazy. Only- even though she's crazily <laughs> I escaping, think she's the only person who's ever been nice to him his whole life. But he, but then she she like escapes in this hilarious like she's driving super she's driving oh, like hundred miles great. an hour and there's a car and it oh, goes yeah. from like being it's like too it's like that kind of thing where you're like this is too much it's too many different things because it's like is this an exciting car chase is this a hilarious car chase yeah. I don't know what's going on. is someone chasing her is there a ghost in her car and she's what's like yelling happening? at the ghost in her car and it's Halle Berry and her acting is always hilarious and she's chomping because so when she really starts acting you're like oh that's yep. too bad. I really, she shouldn't I really, really love, she shouldn't really this try part acting. because for the for like the 20, 30 minutes prior to this, she it's been a pretty miserable slog where she's in this horrifying shower. Yeah. She's being terrorized in an empty cell. She's, she's cut, like, she's ah! the ghosts are cutting her arms. The, ghosts, yeah, the, cutting, the, the ghosts keep cutting not, not alone, alone, and they, not they're alone. also like writing it on places. And, and then and, and the people are like, she did it to herself. Yeah, and and it's, and it's, it's been also a nightmare. and it turns out that not alone means that it's not more. It's more than one killer. He yes. didn't act alone. He didn't act alone. Uh, but she I and she at tell. this point she at this point doesn't know that her husband was a psycho, so she's also sad about her husband being dead. Right. She's all, she's also you know accused of killing him. It's a real real nightmare. It's a humdinger. She gets out and then she's driving she's driving a car like a hundred miles an hour down the street, and then there's a another car driving in a in the, a like semi a, in a semi in a yeah. T-bone direction, and she just barely skirts by and it knocks the because the, the mirror brakes, off. the brakes don't work and she goes. Ah! Like she's having fun. I, I, I love that. Like I love that moment too because, like, I know her brakes don't work, but the truck can see her. I mean, like, stop the truck. Yeah, yeah or, or go or go way faster. Right. Like, or hit that gas like super fast. You, know, I don't know. Unbelievable. But, and but do no, the, the, but the, the brakes not work because of the ghost. Yeah, I think so. Because like the because she crashes through a whole part of the, like all these all this safety the part of this road that's blocked off, and yeah. that was the hilarious part. I was like, okay, and then she's yelling at the ghost, and then and then it's revealed. <laughs> then like the radio turns on. Like the car stops and the radio turns on. And it's revealed that she stopped. Like she stops just, but just before falling into this part of the road that's just been torn out it's of the, the road. It's the, sink, it's the, the sinkhole sink from hole. the beginning of the movie where she had oh, to take a it? detour and okay. go around. Okay. Uh, Sorry, I, I. That's how. That's how. <laughs> this movie's hard to pay. Exactly. Was, I, I literally had to look up the plot on Wikipedia and go like, well, what happened at the end yeah. here? Why was it? Because it, the movie like does tell you that stuff, but in ways it's pretty nebulous. Yeah, you in, blink and you miss it. In ways where it's like, and not in a good way. Not in like a way where you're like, oh, you know, there's a story there. You just have to, you, you know, you have they, to find they, it. It's like in a of, way where they kind of don't articulate that she killed her. She killed him while she was possessed. You yeah. have to kind of intuit that. No, because I, no, I, they're so yeah. lazy about it. They basically just go like, "You get it, Charles S. Dutton and this guy," and so and so you fill in in your own head that they yeah. must have done all of it somehow. But right. then if you actually do trace back the steps, you're like, yeah. "Oh wait, no." So she really did. She uh, really did do it. She goes because she up. goes home and there's still like blood stains and stuff right. on the floor, and she <laughs> and she and, she, remem- and then she remembers as she remembers and she there's this great scene where Charles Dutton is like his legs he's are like busted screaming and, shit, and, and he's like, "Oh, what did I ever do?" And she comes out of the room with an axe and just chops into his fucking arm. Yeah, and it was Charles S. Dutton, so it's a very big pool of blood. <laughs> and then she's like, and then she's bathing in in either uh-huh. blood or bloody. I, sp- yeah, I assume it's just, bloody water. She's yeah. just in the tub, but there's blood on her, and so it's, it's bloody water. Yeah, I, uh, yeah, yeah. I want to point out she's having a flashback while remembering this, right. and so it's like going from her in the bath to her going like, oh. That was, so I did oh, hack so him I, up. So I did hack him up. With I, I also wanted to point out 30, that uh, forty wax with a wet that noodles. This <laughs> facility is eminently escapable. She gets oh. out twice without much effort. Yeah. Um, and Minimum security. Yeah. Yes. And also, uh, I was doing a little bit of reading about this, and it turns out that they really, you know, because why wouldn't you? Really wanted to set the climax that takes place in the police station later on uh, at the at the prison because why wouldn't you? It's sort of like the whole reason you made the movie is this big gothic prison yeah. set, and they were like, after she escaped twice, we just thought it was too ridiculous to get her back <laughs> to the place at all. 
So they they abandoned that idea. Well, I mean, you'd already gone too far down that road. Right. Like, that's like, uh, you're already there, so just do that. Exactly. Yes, it's ridiculous, but your movie before that is also so stupid that, like, why wouldn't you why just wouldn't do that? Why wouldn't you? Yeah. But that's oh, that's basically it. So then at the end, she has a confrontation with yeah. With well, she, John go, she, goes, she finds the murder farm. The murder dungeon. She finds part. the murder dungeon. I love this, which is I really really funny. Whenever anybody finds a sex murder dungeon in like their in like a person who you wouldn't have thought had a sex murder dungeon, that is a chef's kiss so stuff for Charles me. Charles Dutton's in the in that video because he finds she finds the room where they're videotaping. Oh, and this she is turns amazing. on the tape and he like he like says <laughs> I'll be back later. And then he looks at the camera and is like Hello, you or he goes, whatever. He goes I love. He goes It's good to be God. It's good to be God. Which he says earlier on when a scene when you don't know that well you kind of guess, uh, but where he's like standing behind Halle Berry in a mirror and he's like I am God and she's yeah. like That's fine. That's normal. Right. So I also really love this murder dungeon scene, not because they're always funny, but because, uh, <laughs> because okay, so in this murder dungeon that, that clearly, I mean, no one can ever find, because if anyone found it, these men would be arrested. They're not very good at covering their tracks, let's just say, yeah. because not only do they have it all set up, including like big racks of weapons and like implements of torture, the handcuffs are still attached to the bed. Camera and lighting. They have a whole thing full of like medical supplies and like <laughs> drugs that they fuck up with these women with and and it's got a camera, it's got a lighting set and then like the tape is actually queued up yeah, to the last yeah. time they All killed you gotta do somebody. Is press play. Press and it play. Happens. They they even rewound it a little so that it just turned you turned it on and, and Charles S. Dutton is right there going like I did it. <laughs> Here's but, me oh, doing it. Did you see me do it? I did the way it. she finds it is funny too, because she's like searching around this place. Because she, it's it's a farm. She seems to remember him going to this place. Yeah. Well, she, after she remembers him murdering him, there's a picture of the two of them, like right, she and her husband, right. like in front so of the she farm. Goes, so anyway, she's at this barn. And she's looking around. She's like, no, nothing weird here. It's just barn shit. And then she's leaving, and she goes like, wait a second, and she sees a box for like a video camera yeah. and she goes hmm, <laughs> and then looks down and it's like the trap door of the barn and goes like hmm and video like, cameras don't go in barns there's a big Wait. neon sign that says eat at Joe's yeah. that's pointing to the whoa it's just the, bo- the funny the, like the box for the video camera that they're like you know we'll just we've got the box for the video camera we're not going to throw it out or anything we've been using this for we a while we might want to take it back we might take it back we might get a re- refund at Best Buy uh, let's, I let's tried just, filming some of my murders well, with this camera well, but don't leave like don't it. leave the box downstairs in the murder dungeon because we don't want people. I it's going to fuck want, up our whole aesthetic. Yeah, it's not going to yeah, work. They've got, and can they've you leave got, the, like, can just leave the box? Just stuff. leave the box up above the trap door in the barn part. And make sure to cue the tape up, <laughs> so when Nicolas Cage watches it later on, he can be <laughs> super freaked out. Unbelievable. But, one oh, no. of the, but then the cops show up there yeah. for some. And reason. there's there's also a one of one of their prior <laughs> victims is still alive. yeah it's still, it's still alive down there. It's the people under the stairs situation. And they're like, whoa, what? Whoa, shit's going on. Maybe she's not crazy. Although she is, she is crazy. She's possessed. I want to know. Ghost. The ghost is also real mean. Are we going to talk about that? She, like, oh yeah. Well, oh yeah. I want to talk about that. Okay. First, I want to talk about how they find they find this victim who is still alive, and like John Carroll Lynch is there, and the the the, poli- the the reporters are all like, you know, what's going on? Is there a serial killer? Tell us, tell us what you know. And he's like, I can't tell you anything. Is 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 the is the victim still alive? I can't tell you any of that. It's like as soon as she sees him, the jig is up. What's his plan? Right. Yeah. Anyway, that doesn't get addressed. Speaking nope. about evil ghosts, though, well, like we just 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 we were talking because we were texting about how the yeah. ghost about how the ghost like ghosts in, in these in this and not only in this movie but in, in movies in, in general. Movies, what when, what lies but, beneath? This is a very much yeah, a what lies in, beneath when scenario. When ghosts want you to help them execute justice from beyond the grave, yeah. they <laughs> haunt you. They scare the shit out of you. In this case, the ghost like causes like 
terrible wounds. It like carves not alone into her into her arms more than once. It picks her up and slams her against walls and stuff. It's just like, dude, write a note. I know. You want some? You want me to help you carve something that I can use on my arm? Right, like like the your husband did it. I mean, I mean, couldn't you have made? Couldn't you have like carved? Go to this address. Look in the murder dungeon. Not alone is so vague. It's so vague. Write a note. I mean, maybe maybe it's like maybe it's ghost stuff where like all they can do is like move pennies or look over your shoulder while you operate a keyboard. (laughs) But I mean, we can only be very vague and subtle, or extremely violent, or or just scary and and right. Well, that's funny. Is that she's like she like possesses she so she like possesses her, (laughs) and then and then the next thing she does is go like okay, well first things first, let's go. X murdered this guy. Right, like possess her and she and gets take her, her to the and murder dungeon. And then she dungeon. gets her put back in, and then she gets her put, and she's like, great, well, now I got her locked up, so I guess, uh, fuck, what do I do? Oh, I know, I'll carve not alone in her arm, because she'll know what that means. <laughs> oh, and then, okay. Oh, she doesn't get it? She doesn't just fucking get it? Okay, well, now I'm kind of mad. Now I'm I have gonna, to slam her into now the walls. I'm gonna, now I'm going <laughs> to WrestleMania her in her little cell for a just little while. She slams her right in the cell. What's that She still doesn't do? fucking get it? She's in God, the cell. This, so I think the ghost is getting more and more frustrated at Halle Berry's in, in being incapable of figuring out meanwhile, what she's supposed to meanwhile, do. Meanwhile, the potential rescue of a surviving victim seems like an afterthought to this ghost. <laughs> right? Ghost doesn't give a fuck about that victim. But then but then there's t- there's times when Halle Berry is literally following the clues like she's supposed to do, like she goes up to the, the house mm-hmm. and is like, okay, now because once you get to the house, that's where you're going to find the information. And she like, walks up to the door and the ghost is like, ah! Like scares her. Like, what? what? She's doing it. It's well, unbelievable. Leave Why her are you, alone. You're you want help? Then fucking stay out of the way. Just <laughs> a little is, bit. Ghost is... I'm, I'm sorry that she got moitered and everything, but man... Terrible little, ghost. She's terrible at ghosting. She's terrible, terrible at being at a ghost, yeah. The what I lies, mean, or she's really good. The just, what lies beneath ghost, I, I don't believe, was like... I think once Michelle... Uh, Pfeiffer figured it out. The ghost was like, "All right, thank you." Well, and that's the same in like uh, Sixth Sense or whatever, right? Where he like he's scared of the ghost, but then once he figures out like, "Oh, they want my help" or whatever, right. then, then he's like, "Okay, I'm okay with this." Yeah. Whereas in this one, it feels like once she figures out that she's gonna help this ghost, the ghost is still like, "Boo!" <laughs> You're like, "No, <laughs> no." Thank, thank you for solving my murder. <laughs> 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 I'm gonna keep doing this for the rest I'm of your life. Keep haunting you. I don't know what else. I, 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 I'm gonna be honest with you. It's a shame that I was dead, but I was a jerk in real life. Well, and I just think it's funny that like she, if she'd just done things in a different order, like it would be okay. Could have avoided like, a if lot. Like if she if she'd gone like, okay, I'm gonna possess this lady and like write a note or send take her to where this evidence is or like help somehow help her find the murder dungeon right before. Axe murdering Charles Dutton, but she was so mad that she yeah. had to do that right away. Uh. Like I got to do this first, and then that's like <coughs> makes makes it so that she can't do the rest of her plan. Yeah, it really fucked the whole it thing. It really up. fucks your whole plan. I mean, she eventually got what she wanted. I guess it just took longer. Yeah, and she it, had to disfigure Halle Berry's yeah. arm. <laughs> She really put Halle Berry through it. Halle Berry did, did not deserve this. Mm. So they end up in the jail, and then there's a hilarious, uh, lengthy scene where it's after you figured it out. Of course, that is John Carroll oh, Lynch. Yeah. Where John Carroll, where she's like, she's he like going, at her. She's, she, ex- but she no, she explains, but she explains, he monologues, but she explains like, well, here's what the killer would be like, and she just uh, describes. Oh yeah, him. they yeah. do and that. And then thing. He, he's like, that sounds uh, uh, real fucked up. And then, and then he, you're they, a psychiatrist. You know about this. You got to help me stop him. <laughs> then he gets, then he gets mad, and then she shows him her tattoo, and she's like, oh. It was you, and you know, yeah, no shit. It was. I was you. He was. We were both in it together. It sucks that he died. He gives her the whole thing. Yeah, it's yeah. great. He's like, yeah, me and him were buddies since okay. we were kids, and he would kill cats at first, and then he killed the only thing. The only and he's like, the only thing is, I didn't kill cats or whatever. Yeah. Okay, so this whole scene, then there's a cat and mouse around the. She like somehow releases all this gas. 
whatever. A bunch of shit happens. He catches on fire. Then she shoot. <laughs> then she shoots him in the head too. He catches in fire in a really she silly way. That yeah, it's like, like really bad special effect. It's. I think it's. I mean, the one in flight pan, plane is kind of funny, but it's. But this one I think is very. It's just very. I'm like I don't know that that's how that. I would think she opens work. up a gas valve that's like several rooms away. Yeah, it fills the room with gas, and she anyway she ends up setting him on fire and shooting and him shooting him in the head. Him in the head. And, and here's the thing. Okay, so then uh, she. This is. This happens in. This then happens she goes in to jail, kind of, right? Right. Well, this happens in these kind of movies. So, like, they found the tape. They probably we have to assume that maybe he's on a tape somewhere too. So they've got evidence against him that's going to happen. But like, she. It's the same thing in Flight Plan, where like, unless they catch that stewardess that got away, she just killed the only evidence. That like I mean you you want the woman to get revenge on the guy, but In also plan the daughter is also evidence. That's true, but I mean, but you you know the only evidence that like this like she killed basically in this she kills the guy who just told her like aha here's the whole thing and i'm the guy and i i'm the only one who knows that and now you're the only other one who knows that and they think you're crazy and then she kills him and you're like well so wait but like wouldn't you want him to be alive so that you could right go like the thing that you said to me about that, remember? I think, I think presumably they have a tape of him. Yeah, right, I think where they, he's they, like they just have tons people. of tapes. I, of them I just think all that, that him. you're also supposed to assume that uh, they're going to think that he killed Charles S. Dutton. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Why not? Or okay. or maybe they're just going to do but a also, thing like ah. Molly. Molly pointed this out too that she does have a plausible temporary insanity defense. Like I found out my husband's a serial killer. Yeah. and I hacked him up. They, they might just do a sort of can like you, can, look. I mean, technically, you're not supposed maybe. to do this, but this guy really killed a lot of ladies. So we're just going to go ahead. And I mean, it's totally. That's how I felt. It's, wash it, our hands it's of this. Barely plausible, <laughs> right? Because and I, and I only say that because like he, she didn't like just like kill him. Right. Or yeah, it's, like, she temporary insanity. Him up. He's like he like she like massacred him. Yeah. Like she like chopped him up. That's took like a, took a bath. at the very least she's gonna have I mean, to be put she away snapped, somewhere she forever. She except it cuts from her murdering the John Carroll Lynch, yeah. killing him to, her to a, a year later. A nice walk on the street with a perfectly fine Penelope Cruz. Who I guess was <laughs> cured. Whatever she was, whatever her deal was, uh, Penelope. Next. There's one. There's one was, thing because she was in because she was in the uh, the Gothic nut house, right? And she certainly nobody would have any PTSD from being in that place, right? But she was there for some reason, yeah. Like not the it wasn't she wasn't the, in the in the insane asylum because John Carroll Lynch the devil had sexually assaulted her. Right. That was happening while she was so she was there already for something else. I'm not saying that she shouldn't get out. Well, or that she I think get out. We I don't think she was in there for a violent offense. Right. Okay. Uh, but we well, forgot. We, we forgot a little we bar- bit. But we barely know we why know. she was there. And she does seem. And in in those scenes in the in the insane asylum, she is very crazy. Mm-hmm. Like she's always acting very insane. Yes. And But then we see her at the very end where they're on the they're on the street, and she's like, "I'm fine now. We're all fine now. It's great to be able to walk down the street and talk about how we're not crazy and fine." <laughs> should now. I and have uh, Should I have maybe said that it was the sheriff instead of the devil? <laughs> I'll do that next time. I guess I could have saved us next all time. out of trouble. <laughs> maybe that ghost wouldn't have abused you so much. So badly. <laughs> Wait, before before we talk about the very end of this movie, I want to go back a beat uh, after after she kills John Carroll Lynch and you know the cops show up and stuff. Uh, Robert Downey Jr. shows up, and uh, and he's like there, but there there's like a, a door between them, like the oh, right. the door of the police station. And Robert Downey Jr. Uh, he like looks at her through the glass and he mouths, "I'm sorry." <laughs> <laughs> oh, great. Which which is which is okay because he hasn't believed her this whole he time. He hasn't believed her this whole also, time. Also though. 
I think it's too soon for him to say that right. in the movie because he doesn't know. He what doesn't that, know what he, happened. He, I think he at this point maybe knows that Charles Dutton was like doing the, but like also he's like all he sees is that the police station's on fire and she's killed a guy. She's and killed he's another like, dude. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Wait, what about what? How do you know that? Wait, anyway, how do you know she wasn't fucking in on the murder right. dungeon exactly. with him? Exactly. Like you know, nobody knows that. And throughout the anyway. the movie, the way that they present Robert Downey Jr. as a red herring is so cheap and yeah. stupid. Where he is just yeah. like. Straight Straight up sinister. It doesn't oh, yeah. comport with like later on. He's like, maybe I will try to look. He's into just this a total to dick her. about but it. He's like, why did you do that? He's got this like smirk and this look in his face where it's like, that's the guy. Yeah, that's the guy. That, why else would he be like that? He's they just also being weird. He is also an, like another person in, who's bad at, at their job in this. Like, he, oh, yeah. there are multiple times where he, he goes into her cell. She's unrestrained and there's nobody else in there with them. <laughs> and then she flips out. and He's like, get a nurse. <laughs> He'd be like, I'll be fine. Ah, get it, yeah. get her off of me. Also, also like uh, they <clears throat> keep they you keep hearing them talk about how they're gonna give her drug X like when she has her little episodes when she starts to freak out they're like put her get her some Haldol put her on Alberta all this stuff if she was really on those drugs there ain't no way she's escaping from that prison she could barely walk yeah she really uh she really goes dynamo she's mode spry. when she's escaping. It, doesn't it reminds me of those scenes in Terminator 2 when Linda Hamilton's escaping. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You think she's going to pump someone full of like antifreeze at some point or yeah, something. Yeah, exactly. It uh, it does that great thing, too, where she's like, when when she's supposed to be crazy, she's like, I'm crazy. And <laughs> yeah, Halle yeah. Berry is, uh, as I've said before, as I said earlier, is I don't think a good actress. Right. And she's, so she's also, she, she's also not good at acting, at acting crazy. So when she's really <laughs> acting, acting, it's like, oh, no. Yeah, it's, a bit it's very bad. But anyway, so at the end, she has this little nice moment with Penelope Cruz, and then uh, and then she sees and Penelope Cruz goes off her in her own way, and she goes off somewhere to be not crazy, to be not anymore. crazy. And uh, and Halle Berry <laughs> sees a little boy in the middle, in the middle of the God, road, kind of this. waving at her, gesturing to her, and then a truck, a oh fire truck, <laughs> a fire truck is gonna run over the kid. And and rather than saying stop or yelling or anything, she just, just kind of goes, oh. And then the kid's a ghost, and she sees the fire this truck kid, drives the through fire him. truck drives through the kid, and then. As as Halle Berry walks away, you see the a missing poster on a phone on a little telephone pole that says like, "Have you seen Timmy?" It's missing. And it's, it's that boy kid. you just saw. Yeah, it's the little kid. Now she so sees she sees ghosts, ghosts and she saves now. ghosts now. I guess she's a ghost saver now. So yeah, it is. It and is. And then totally cue, a ghost uh, movie. cue no one knows what it's like <laughs> to be a sad man, but covered by limp biscuit. Fuck. And yep. like, and I would no say, shit. It's like covered. It's it's not a good cover, but it's also like. It's one of those covers where you go like, well, why didn't you just get the regu- the real song? Because it's it's like <laughs> had so to be cheaper. It's to not just pay for the yeah, I guess because it's but it's like not like a, it's not like it's not like yeah. a Limp Bizkit <laughs> cover of it where it gets like like Limp Bizkit at any point. It's just very it's the same well, song. I, I turned it off. I didn't even recognize what it was. Eyes, bitch. Yeah, it does. Yeah, that's what I'm saying though. I was like, okay, now when's it gonna really kick in? And Fred Durst is just like, I'm just singing the song. <laughs> like the way you know it. And you're like, well, that's not... What the fuck? Why did they hire fucking Limp Bizkit to do Just it? Just get someone worse to do it the same way. They could way. have found someone cheaper than Limp Bizkit. I'm always I so bet. oblivious to this stuff. I had no idea. I would also like to point out... I only know because re- Travis pointed out I watched all... I, li- I just had the credits on and I was like, this is not the original version. And then I was like, I remembered Travis talking about the Limp Bizkit. And I'm like, is that the Limp Bizkit? Because I was expecting a Limp Bizkit song at some point to, to come on and be like, oh, this. And I was like, that's not what I thought. 
it would be was that that pretty that pretty tepid cover. It's very tepid. <laughs> it's like what if the, the you do this song but by t- untalented musicians. All right. Uh, but there, I I would like to point out that I did this was I guess when I was still watching MTV at this time. There is a making of video that is on the bonus features of the Blu-ray. Oh God! Of this where they made it was like stay tuned on MTV the making of the Sad Man video with uh, Lip Biscuit and Halle because Halle Berry's in the video playing presumably her character from this movie. And at which point, at the end of the video, uh, Fred Durst and Halle Berry make out. What? Yes, this is real. Oh, because I think Fred Durst. You have to. You have to remember. It sounds weird now, but Limp Biscuit was very popular. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This was 2005, right? So that's probably this 2003. 2003. 2003. Okay. As unfathomable as it oh, sounds, yeah, yeah, yeah. Limp Biscuit was one of the most popular bands in America, and so I guess Fred Durst was like, "I'll do a fucking video for your stupid movie, but I'm making out with Halle Berry in this shit." So, anyways, during the making of, I didn't watch it again, but I do remember it from from the time watching this on MTV. Halle Berry's like, okay, it's coming up time for me to do my big makeout scene with Fred Durst. But guess what? I'm a bit of a prankster, so I'm going to eat an entire onion before we do our, our makeout scene. <laughs> and she eats an onion, and then they and then they cut to the shot of them doing their makeout scene in front of the camera. And, and like, like, really, you do see Fred Durst go, ugh. <laughs> Weird. This is a thing that happened in the world. <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, well, so there you go. Stay tuned to that. If you read yeah, yeah. Well, uh, yeah. We'll look into that. I really, uh, I had fun watching this terrible movie. I had more fun talking about it. I, I knew I would have before. I had more fun like texting you guys about it and talking about it today. I knew I would than I did actually looking at it because I think it's. I also, it's one of those movies that like the direction is just uh, ostentatious and oh, and God. constant, and it just that's the kind of movie that just irritates the fuck it's out of me vintage 2003 it, it's just like that kind of movie where like the the the, the camera is doing things all the time yeah. for no reason we can do all this stuff now so let's do it well all. we wanted to show both hallways it, but but also in in a way to like ratchet to ratchet up some sort of false yeah uh, you know fucking tension or false mood mood yeah it's all it's all so forced and, and lame but uh, I I did I did think it would be fun to talk about because this is because it is very stupid. Halle Berry's next movie was uh, Catwoman. Wow, another what French a, director. Catwoman is after this. Yeah. Uh-huh. Jesus Christ. Uh, is that Pitoff? Pitoff, yeah. I saw this. Noto- another saw notable it. cohort of Jean Pierre Junet. Mm-hmm. Oh, I saw this movie in the theater. Did you? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> You got, in free, you got in free to movies. Or, or it was at the time that I was getting a real free to Owen movies. Wilson wow for me yeah. out of there. Wow, 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 wow. Yeah. What a, you know. We were all seeing everything in the theater we in all, 2004 we all know. or whatever. Oh, can you imagine? We all know Travis uh, Travis didn't go see Gothic with, in the theater. <laughs> with but this podcast what presumes this podcast is. presumes is maybe he <laughs> did. Maybe he did. <laughs> Remember, you used to get those little eighty, like forty cent sheets of paper. You know, you just go in there and like, yeah, I'm going to see what the fuck ever. Forty cents, city tax. Yep. No one knows what it's like <laughs> to see Gothica in the theater. You got to any more quotes? Hated. I don't really have any quotes. Uh, I'm giving this three Juds. Wow. S- appropriately bonkers. Had a good time watching it. Very, very fucking stupid. Uh, I was, I was, I was amused. Uh, I'm gonna give it like two Douglases. A lot of uh, you know for sex dungeon, rape talk, Ugh. what have you. Yeah. I mean, the movie opens with Penelope Cruz talking about being raped by the mm-hmm. devil and feeling being the, burned from being the inside. Burned from the inside, Ooh, you know? and yeah. like all the stuff, all the you know the, the nightmare shower scene is pretty gnarly. <laughs> yeah, ugh, you know it's yuck. Um, and I'm gonna fucking give shower it, uh, scene. My God, <laughs> <laughs> this is so weird. 
I'm going to give this 10 out of 10 uh, really just mean ghosts. <laughs> she, th- I, I swear to God that that the lady who was a, who became a ghost was just an asshole. Just an she asshole, died. yeah. There's a better ways to communicate. She was like a bully shit. in school or yeah. something. Yeah. Just, I don't know. Not cool. Not but, cool, ghost. <clears throat> not cool at Stop all. Stop haunting people. Just help please, yourselves. Please help, help me. Help me help you. Yeah, please help me. And while you're at it, boo! Ah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I can, so I do it. <laughs> I, can't, I can't help. I'm a ghost now. I kinda, I, this is what we do. What I get my rocks off. I can't help it. She's going to take this advice and then, like, carve the whole address and like directions to the murder barn <laughs> into her be, back. There should be a scene at the end of the movie no, where she carves. You don't need to carve things into anybody. <laughs> at the end of thank the movie. You. Thank you. She carves <laughs> thank you into Halle Berry's back. <laughs> but she carves it backwards so she can see it you in the mirror in the too. Mirror, like, yeah. Oh, no, yeah, she, well. no, she, no, because she's going to have to do two mirrors. But it's like the K is backwards though so too. Gonna, so she's going to carve it backwards so she sees it in the mirror but then Halle Berry's going to have to have another mirror so then oh, it's just going to be backwards. And then she'll look in the mirror and the ghost will be in the mirror, smiling. The at ghost her. will be like this. Sorry, I don't <laughs> know. You have to carve it so deep. I mean, this is gonna be permanent. <laughs> well, then you'll always know. <laughs> you'll that always I know that you. you're not alone. <laughs> this is my best work yet. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, okay, I'm gonna give it. Uh, I'm gonna give it three two for the same reasons that Matt said. This is a bad, bad movie, but it is a, a vintage, like 2000s, early 2000s shit fest where you're just like, I can't believe this. Mm-hmm. This is. F- Compared to other 2000s shit fests, like don't say a word or whatever. You know? Oh yeah, yeah. Like at this, least this one, at least this one pops off a bit. Throwing a lot, like don't don't say a word's not throwing anything. There's a at couple. You. Of, there's a couple like, three movies in here. Yeah, <laughs> none of them are good, but it's just a bunch of crap thrown at you, and you're like, none of it works, but it is. Well, thank you for you know trying. Yeah, I guess. It's got double hallways. Double. <laughs> sure. <laughs> double hallways. Yeah. You love it. I love that. <laughs> uh. Uh, I'll give it two for like the you know the the shower scene and all the rapey stuff. It's pretty creepy, but you know, it doesn't really. Sh- ah, two and a half, two and a half. They do show like him Charles Dutton strangling a lady in a, in a rape dungeon. Yeah, gotta give him and he, that. And then he goes, and then he tells her, "I'll be, I'll be back in a little. I'll be back to see you later." And then he <laughs> like, gotta go talk to the camera. And he talks to the camera. He says like, Yikes. "I love you, and it's good to be God." As he adjusts his tie, looking at the camera viewfinder. Uh, oh my God. Uh, Charles Dunn's barely in this, but he did seem to have uh, fun with his, like, one sure, yeah. I, Oh, I'm going to get to be the killer just for, like, one shot in a video camera. Okay. And, like, the scene where he's getting murdered. Yeah. Jesus Christ. And I'm going to give it 250 mentally ill people crammed together in the center of a room to shower together. Yeah. That's what you do with them. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm going to give it two and a half because I think it's not good. I think, if I, th- I think honestly, if anybody but Halle Berry was maybe the star, it would be a little better because she's she just Sean just Penn? Of, Maybe, <laughs> no, probably not. If Sean Penn was in a ladies in like a women's only, in, yeah, Jodie Foster <laughs> would bring too much. Jodie Foster would bring too much gravitas. Yeah, to maybe so Halle, maybe Halle, maybe and maybe the non-entity of Halle Berry is the right choice. At any rate, I'm gonna give it two and a half. Chance. I think Jodie Foster making out with Fred Durst in the oh. fucking video. I think I think this needed a Rebecca De Mornay. Oh, oh my yeah, God. absolutely. Yeah, oh. something. Anyway, uh, she'd get it for a Diane Lane. Halle Berry is not it. No. Um, but uh, so t- so two and a half Judds. Uh, I'll give it two and a half uh, Douglases. All that stuff is nasty. Mm-hmm. It's it's all it's all predicated on nasty stuff. Even though there's not a lot of you don't see, it's not yeah. you don't see you don't a lot see it, of it, but you but don't but not see it either. They're very that shower scene alone is like really. It's not like as it's not as graphic as you. Th- but it is. There like is weird. a shot where you see a bunch of naked ladies like. But it's running all. Away. But it's all just so like disgusting and like. It's why, not meant to be sexy. What would yeah. 
And it's like, when what world does this take place? No, none. Not in the early 2000s, for sure. I will give you Matthew Kazowitz this. Like, I mean, there's a whole naked lady shower scene in it that is literally not meant to be sexy and isn't. No. So sure. Congrats on that. Yeah, I, I mean. I guess. I guess. Like I, sure. I, like I said, this is one of the least plausible movies I think I've ever seen. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, it's it's also like ghosts. Yeah. So like it's Im- immediately. I mean, even like, aside from the ghosts. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, aside from the ghosts, everything else is also implausible. Yeah. Uh, and I'm gonna give it uh, f- 40, 40 whacks with a wet noodle to Charles Dunn. <laughs> she fucks him to pieces. She fucking butchers him. And that's a big guy. Yeah. Charles S. Dutton is fully seven times her size. Yeah. We don't ever see ex- totally clearly how butchered he is, but we see the puddle of I like blood. The, I do like the part where his legs are all mangled. Oh and yeah, he's crawling away. That's from how you see him. He, and he even says, "What did I do?" And you see the axe start to go into like go into his arm yeah, yeah. as he's blocking. But and you yeah. just see you see the like crime photos, sort of. Yeah, what yeah. did I do, Hallie? I didn't kill anybody in a dungeon. I swear. Yeah. And don't just look at the tape. That whole scene, then just her like in the in the in the tub of, of blood. I'm kind of <laughs> like, yeah, okay, <laughs> whatever. I just you know. <laughs> But yeah, so it. dumb. Anyway, yes. Yeah, so. Uh, yeah, that's that's Gothica. That was it. That was us. That was ga- gas and Gattaca. whatever we're gonna call it. Gas gaslights. Yeah, uh, gaslight parade. Yeah, we'll it's think of something. Good. You know, it's that's good. good. That's good to wind up on if we don't come it's up. Pretty with good. Yeah. Uh, what do you what do you got? What do you holding your hands there, Matt? Got another package from Cody Downs. We, we did. haven't we opened got a it. Christmas uh, present. We're gonna open it right now. It's holiday holiday present. Happy no, holidays. We'll call it. Matt has his Bowie knife and he is opening it. Right now. Ooh, it's tinfoil. I hope it's a cake. There's different stuff in here. Holy shit. Uh, It looks like I got some dog treats for for Josephine. Nice. Some soup bones. Yes. Very awesome. I'm going to open this other one after I read the letter. It's like a Patreon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Greetings, gentlemen. As woeful as 2020 has been overall, one merit I'll take in this soon-to-be-past year has been becoming friends with you all and seeing the podcast expand, especially into the Patreon realm. Thanks, Cody. Please accept these stocking stuffers as tokens of immense gratitude for me. P.S. for Scarecrow. And he's, he's handwritten this line. A, a mention, etc. I think that's what that says. After your episode on 1990s, The Rookie posted, my sister-in-law discovered some other mementos Uh-oh. from my late oh, uncle yes. <laughs> who worked for decades for the Associated Press and mailed them to me. Coincidentally, it was the final of two press stills from the Eastwood films. Because Matt is the one who I, who I communicate with, and I know struggles with his I know the struggles with his canine Josie is going through mm. again, including dog treats. Thanks. <laughs> She'll really appreciate that. She's she's doing much better. Oh, good. If this if these do not suffice, no offense taken, and feel free to pass them on to someone else. The Newman's own were sold out. That was what we had last time. <laughs> Happy holidays. Stay healthy and safe. And I wish you all and those close better times ahead and unbridled success. Cordially, Cody Downs, United wow. States Cody Navy. Cody Downs, amazing. All right, let's see what this says. What's on here? What's in here? Oh wow. Oh, you're gonna it's wrapped in sort of a silver a knife to open that silver papery thing. I don't have anything. I got some. No, I don't have my keys. Travis, yeah. do you have a knife around here? He's got this thing over here. You got a blade? Hey, you got a blade? Cut it open with my blade. Cut you, bleed you. Real quiet, real quiet. Real quiet. Here. Here. Got that? <laughs> Matt's just Matt's expertly cut this. He's open. used some sort of top secret navy materials to. Uh... <laughs> oh, okay, we got it. By the way, while yeah, he's while he's doing this. Yeah, mail us stuff. We love it. We'll, we'll <laughs> yeah, open it. We'll yeah. open it up on the program for, for real. <laughs> Cody just happens to have a lot of cool. Oh, this is rad! It's another shit. still from the rookie, which I, I bet we could assume. And wow. it's a picture of rookie. It's a picture of uh, of Clint tied to a chair with Raul Julia making an important phone call. <laughs> Fuck yeah! Next are all him. the are all the stills from this movie of from, from, from the, the scene, scene where he's tied to a chair? 
<laughs> we now have two frames awesome. still of Clint Eastwood <laughs> about to get raped in the rookie. <laughs> That's what he's calling in right now. He's like, I'd like to report a sexual assault. I just assault. like it that Clint, Clint was like, oh, you want this? The only advertising for this I want to be is stills of me tied to a chair. <laughs> <laughs> I can see that. I don't want any shots of that fucking Charlie Sheen. And I don't want any shots of me standing. I want people to think I'm sitting the entire movie before they come to see it. The rookie. Amazing. Uh, thank you, Cody. Thanks, Cody. Thank you, Cody. <laughs> Thanks for the entire contents of that package, most of which we shared on here. <laughs> we appreciate it. And we appreciate all of the rest of you, too. Yeah. Even those of you that don't send us stuff. Absolutely. Inexplicably. Yeah, thanks for tuning in all this year. I guess we'll see you in 2021 for our next one, right? Yeah, yeah I guess that's so. right. The next one oh, wait, is... Oh, no, the next one will be out before the end of the year. Uh, yes. Okay. But after Christmas. Oh, well, we'll see you after Christmas. It'll be the day before <laughs> the new year, I think. Holy shit. Yeah. Right. Well, we'll be back, but we'll be oh, back no, next... no, this one will be... <laughs> This one will. This be. one will be. Anymore. This one will be out before uh, New Year's. This one's coming out on the thirtieth. New Year's Eve, Eve. Okay. All right. And the next one, which is by the way, next w- we don't have a title for it yet, but twists. Twists. We're gonna. It's, it's movies that all take you know that all take have a significant twist about something taking place in the protagonist's mind. So we're gonna do Jacob's Ladder, Shutter Island, and a personal favorite garbage movie of mine, Identity. I'm excited. I'm stoked to watch Identity. A lot of, I've never there's seen a lot it. of reasons to be excited about all this stuff. Yeah, these are um, gonna be good. Uh, I have strong opinions about Shutter Island. Get, yes, uh, get on, get on our Patreon. If you are a patron, you just listened to us uh, talk about True Lies. Uh, yep. No, JFK. You... True Lies is next, isn't it? True Lies is coming out this week. Uh huh. And so when they listen to this, oh, when they, they, will, to have, they oh, yeah. will have listened to it's, us talk about baffling. True Lies. I always forget that these. Air uh, later. So yeah. So this is gonna. So you will. You hopefully you listen to us talk about JFK and True Lies. Yeah. And if you aren't a patron, uh, we got uh, we got some good ones coming up. We're gonna be doing uh, Dick Tracy and The Abyss. The Abyss. <laughs> oh more my ca- God. More Cameron. So we got yes. some good stuff coming up. Uh. So yeah. So get on that. Get on the Patreon. It's only four and a half Douglases a month. That's, and we are four away from uh, seventy-five and getting us the. Uh, Making us do the big five-part Brian De Palm episode <laughs> where we read the whole book, which Matt has already read. Mm. Which Matt will so have forgotten close. by the time. Yeah. So. We're so fucking Let's close. make 2021 start off right with us talking about Brian De Palma for like six hours. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My God. All right. Um, That's it. Yeah, Happy I guess, holidays. I guess until next time, the suspense is killing us. We love you. Bye. But my dreams, they are as my cousin.